Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon, and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. Mega Man Radio. Got another live program for you tonight. Folks, we're going to have some great time in the Lord tonight. We've got Pastor James Mobley on right now. Uh, he's pastor of the Called Out Assembly Church. Uh, their website is calledoutassembly.org. They're located over at uh, 1370 West North Avenue in Melrose Park, Illinois. Uh, they meet every Sunday at 11 a.m. and Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. If you would like to reach uh, Pastor James and the church there, their phone number is 708-446-9745. And again, uh, calledoutassembly.org. At 11 p.m. tonight, we're going to have John Ramirez. Uh, he was the third highest-ranking Santeria warlock in New York City before he uh, had a meeting with the Lord Jesus Christ. And he came from the dark side went to light. And he's out. He's on fire right now for the Lord Jesus Christ. We'll be talking about a book tonight uh, in the second show called Out of the Devil's Cauldron. And so uh, we want to thank the Lord for opening up these new doors of opportunity. As many of you know, we're doubling up and we're doing uh, many nights, uh, two shows a night. 
Uh, we had uh, last night um, was Tuesday. We had Pastor John Gogan on in the first uh, in the first uh, program, and then at 11 p.m. Eastern we had Pastor Carl Henderson, a deliverance minister from the Philippines, and we went four hours. So uh, <laughs> between the two shows, folks, we're doing you know five, six, seven hours a night. We'll praise the Lord. I don't know of a better place to spend it than with you all out there and listening uh, or tuning in on MP3, whatever the case may be. Well, without further ado, let me get Pastor James on tonight. Pastor James, welcome back to the program, brother. It's an honor to have you back every week. It's a blessing to be back, Shannon. God bless you, brother. Would you like to open up tonight in prayer? Yes, sir. Gracious Father, we're in desperate need of your help tonight. We cry out to you, O God, for your grace, your mercy, your peace, and your love. And we ask you, O God, to please multiply. We ask you to lead us and guide us, Father, with your divine power. We ask you, O oh God, to minister to each and every need tonight. We cry out to you for mercy once again, O oh God, for not only ourselves, but everyone that will be listening, O oh God. Father, everything that any of us has done that has offended you, that would stop you from drawing us closer to you, working mightily in the hearts of our lives tonight, saving those that need salvation those that need to hear the word, those that need freedom, deliverance, and restoration. Father, forgive us and our ancestors for anything that we have done, any curses that have been placed upon our life through our ancestors' sin. We pray that those things will be demolished and broken, O God. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that the princes, the rulers, the doorkeepers, and the wicked spirits in the heavenly that are sent by Satan and the demons to interfere block stop. We rebuke and bind them, and we pray that war and angel will go into the heaven and bow to everyone is brought subject, O oh God, and they would not be able to interfere. Father, your words to whatever we ask in Jesus' name you would do because you want your son to be glorified. We pray that he be glorified in everything. We pray that we be directed, O oh God. You are mighty to direct us and to lead us and guide us. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ that all the witches and warlocks that want to interfere Father, that those that are not reprobate, that your power would reach them, O oh God, the light of the gospel would shine so bright that they would not refuse, O oh God, that they would fall down on their knees and cry out for mercy, O oh God. Those that, that are reprobate, you do as need to be done with them, O oh God. In the name of Jesus Christ, of now that we pray that walls of fire, walls of light, and walls of darkness would be put between the enemies, just as you did the children of Israel tonight in Jesus' name. And we cry out to you and ask you to do exceedingly and abundantly beyond what we can think and act. Oh, God, we thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed on Calvary Cross for the remission of our sin. We thank you, oh, God, that you've given us power to tread up on surface scorpion and over all the power of the enemy. We thank you, oh, God, that you alone is one that's able us to do what we need to do tonight. And without you, we can do nothing. Father, we cry out to you once again for help, for leading and guiding. We ask you to minister to each and every need. We pray that eyes and understanding will be open and every individual will be filled with the knowledge of Jesus Christ. We cut off, we break off all the powers of mind control. We bind the vice and we bind all of the ruling spirits that would interfere tonight. All those demons that would cause people to turn a deaf ear, we rebuke and bind in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, Father, we commend this time to you and to the word of your grace that is able to build us up and give us that inheritance amongst those that are sanctified in Jesus Christ. We thank you. Amen. 
Amen. The microphone is yours, Pastor James. Praise the Lord. Well, it's good to be able to uh, uh, get back into the Word of God again. The Word of God can do what little else can do. The Word of God is something that we desperately need as we're going through these old wicked, wicked dark times that we're living in and as so much garbage and bondage are being brought into the church of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and uh, uh, brought into the midst of the believers, is the only thing I believe that will shine bright enough to show us the wicked enemy and all of his works. He will show it up in every life. Uh, we can embrace the word of God, and it will shine, show, shine bright enough to expose all the wicked demons and all their wicked works, whether they are in the leader, whether they're in the, in the lay people or in the world or wherever they're at. The word of God can shine bright enough to show them up. This evening, we're going to talk about an error that the Lord has laid on my heart for tonight. I prayed much about the message today because I really hadn't got clear direction on where to go. And as I said I, 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 before, I, I never want to be out of the will of God. There are many messages that can be preached, and I'll tackle any error if I feel that the Lord wants me to go there. I don't know how to come out, but I'll go there if I feel that the Lord is leading me there. And as I really began to cry out to the Lord uh, uh, about what to preach about it, it was getting late, and I really didn't know where to go. And I kept crying out to the Lord, oh, Lord, I need your help. I need you to lead me. And this is the error that he put on my heart to share. Praise God. And it's talking about getting our eyes off of all these things that are going on around us, the problems, the circumstances that are in our lives, and turning our eyes over and on our God and on our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, I believe that that's exactly where the Lord uh, want us to go to tonight. Uh, the Word of God tells us that the Word, again, is a lamp and a light, and we desperately need that today in this old wicked, wicked world. You know, if we take our eyes off our God and off our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the enemy can easily get the upper hand in our lives. That's one of the reasons why we need to keep our eyes on the Lord. If you are a student of the Word of God, you can look through the Scriptures and see how there were powerful men and women that as long as they kept their eyes on our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they were able to endure and keep going and and receive the blessings of the Lord. But those that taken their eyes off uh, their Savior, off our God, and off our Lord, uh, uh, it brought devastation in their life many times. Or at least they felt it. That's the way it was. Uh, the enemy, as I said, can easily get the upper hand in our lives uh, if we take our eyes off our Lord Jesus Christ. One of the things that can happen when uh, we take our eyes off our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the enemy can just wear God's people out. And I've seen this happen many times in others' lives and even had 
uh, uh, there was times in my life when my eyes got taken off the Lord Jesus Christ and the enemy began to wear me down, uh, to wear down, uh, to cause fear. A lot of times God's people are afraid and go through uh, uh, days and sometimes months of fears and dread things only because they have taken their eyes off our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ got everything under control. And we look at our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we will recognize that he is well able to handle any situation that we are faced with. But when our eyes are off of him, we see defeat. We see a enemy that is way bigger than anything that we can ever deal with. And he is a enemy that will bring threats and will tell us what he's going to do, although he knows that he can't do anything unless the Lord allows him. Uh, also, when we take our eyes off our God and off our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, our life will begin to be filled with distress, uh, with discouragement. And if discouragement is not dealt with in some of these areas, they go deeper and turn into despair where we have no hope at all of ever being able to get things turned around in our lives or get past the thing that we're dealing with. And many times the thing really is not that bad. It's just that our eyes got taken off our Savior. It calls us to worry when our eyes is off our Savior. Uh, uh, another host of problems, you know, that can come uh, uh, that will sap our strength. You know, when we take our eyes off our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and let the strength just seem to be drained. Uh, 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 even many times the things that the Lord is taking and he's going to work out those things and work them out for the good. But we go through a lot of devastation because our eyes is off our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Years ago, there was a time in my life when the enemy really was attacking. And, you know, uh, I, I say this humbly because I am nothing or nobody outside of Jesus Christ. The only good things that are really in my life it is because of the work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and he was working in my life. I had a desire to really try to reach the lost and go and pray for the sick, and, and, and that's how my time was spent as a young man. That's what I got up to do in the morning, to pray and seek the Lord, and my time off work to really go and see about individuals and brothers and sisters that I know were sick and whatnot, and I know now that that was just the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Of myself, I would probably would have done other things. So I, I got nothing to boast about about that. But anyway, uh, a normal thing was going on in that time. And, 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 you know, because of those things that was going on, it caused me to lose sight on my Lord and Savior. And this is something that the Lord corrected me about in the book of Hebrew chapter 12. Verse 1, the Lord spoke to me uh, during that time when I, I, I took my eyes off the Lord and I began to cry out and even ask the Lord as a young, young man, really hadn't, really almost hadn't got started in the ministry good. And I, I began to ask the Lord if you would just let me ease out and come home uh, 
so I would have to deal with the circumstances that were surrounding me. Well, I am so glad, as I mention all the time when I think about this, this area, I am so glad that the Lord did not honor that prayer. I, I, I had a better time here fighting and, and, and ministering and, and, and seeing people get born again and seeing people get free and counseling people and help people, helping people. I, I want to stay here a long time. Matter of fact, I tell people I want to preach till I get to be about 102. And then, then I go on home after that if he allows that, as long as I'm in good health and stuff. But anyway, the Lord spoke to me in the book of Hebrews chapter 12 and 1. He said, wherefore, seeing that we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Now, there's a lot of witnesses that I should have been uh, uh, looking at to hit to stop uh, uh, from uh, uh, falling into this, this despair and discouragement. If I'd have kept my eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ or some of those witness, as witnesses, I probably would have never slipped that low. He said, let us lay aside every weight and sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking to Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised in the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. In other words, Jesus is our perfect example. And and he, he let me know that I needed to look to Jesus. I needed to get my eyes off those circumstances, off those problems, and put them back on the Lord Jesus Christ. Because as long as I had them on the Lord Jesus Christ, I was able to weather the storm. The things that was coming, they really didn't bother me. I, I, I recognized that the Lord could take care of those things, that he would help me, that he would lead me, he would guide me, he would minister to me and whatnot. But when I took my eyes off him, I wanted to go home and be with Jesus Christ. Didn't want to suffer, of course. I just wanted to ease out, maybe in the sleep or somewhere, just just just. It's uh, end up like uh, uh, in the like translated to something. You know, I didn't want to suffer. But anyway, I'm glad that the Lord did not honor that. And the witness that the Lord reminded me of, there are many in the scripture. There's a whole bunch of them in chapter 11 there, but he reminded me of Peter. He says that Peter came back rejoicing because he was counted worthy to be beaten for the gospel of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And here you are trying to come home because people are talking about you and, you know, just a lot of nonsense and foolishness. And 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 he's reminded me that you has not resisted under blood. You know, uh, uh, I, I just need to get my eyes back off those problems and put them back on Jesus and on down there, he told me to strengthen those fever knees and get those hang-down hands up. Because when your hand is all the way down, that means you're no longer you're no longer in the race. You're walking. You don't just really quit. And get those hands back up. Nothing happens on the outside. Matter of fact, things seem to got worse. The enemy recognized he wasn't affecting me like he was at first, and he got worse up. But something changed on the inside, and when we take our eyes off of our problem and put them on our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he can change stuff. I am a witness that he can change stuff. Now, this is nothing that I had done. 
This was all because of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ chastising me and correcting me and reproving me and getting me back on track. And, man, I am so glad that he did. Our God is powerful enough that we will allow him right in the midst of defeat, right in the midst of things that seem to be impossible, right in the midst of things that seem to be uh, not worth it or whatever. He can revive us and put our eyes back on him, and he can minister to us in a way where the things that are around us don't change, but, but, but something changed inside of us, and that's what we need. Uh, also, uh, uh, another uh, passage of Scripture, if you would turn right quick to the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 6, getting our eyes off these problems and getting them on our Lord Jesus Christ will make a real big difference. Now, here the word of God says in chapter 6, verse 1, in the care in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting up on the throne high and lifted up in his train filled the temple. You know, there was uh, uh, the king there was keeping him from being able to see the Lord. Whatever it is that are in our life, that are around and that surrounding us, uh, uh, that blocking us from seeing the Lord, we got to try our best to keep looking to heaven and look past all of the things that would stop us or block us and keep looking and keep crying out to the Lord until we see him. Uh, 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 uh. When he saw the Lord sitting up on the throne, he was high and lifted up. In other words, he was the one that's in authority. He is the ruler of the universe. He is our God. He is high and lifted up in his train field of temple. You know, uh, uh, when we get our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ, just as the Lord uh, allowed me and blessed me and hoped me to get past that stuff, we take our focus off the worldly stuff, out of this worldly stuff, and we put it on the heavenly. And that's when the enemy don't like us. He really don't want God's people to be able to look past their earthly stuff, this earthly focus in this world and all this stuff here that can cause us defeat and cause setbacks. And when we put our eyes on the Lord, we can be able to see clearly. He saw the Lord was up on the throne. He saw the Lord was exalted. In other words, he's in authority. And that's what we need to see. We need to keep our eyes on the Lord. He talks about what happened in verse 2. He saw the seraphim and how they were reverencing that God. One was crying to another, saying, our God is holy. The enemy hates it. He don't want to hear about the holiness of our God. Uh, uh, and he said, the whole earth is full of his glory. Uh, uh, then verse 5, he said, then said, I woe is me. See, when we get our eyes off our Lord, off our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we forget who we really are. We don't see ourselves. We don't see the need to deal with ourselves and deal with all the things that are in our lives. And that's what seems to be done happen even in the middle of the church. People can go to the church and have all the problems in their lives, and they talk about the Lord and talk about how the Lord moves and the power of God moving, but never really see the real problem in their own life. And, 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 and that's, that's contrary to the word and to the Lord, the message that the Lord Jesus Christ wants us to get. When we 
when we get our eyes off this junk and all this God is around here and get them on the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we will no longer be trying to exalt ourselves. We will recognize that we has many needs. In other words, we see here instead of looking at the king and all that other stuff that bring earthly glory and bring false praises and all the stuff, pride and all that stuff, this man here, now he abandoned self. In other words, he says, he said, woe is me. You know, there is no self-exaltation when we really get a real good look at who Jesus is. We're not exalting ourselves. There's no room for that. He says, I am undone. In other words, Lord, I got many needs. You see why the church needs to get their eyes off our law off of the world and off this stuff and get them on Jesus Christ so that we can begin to deal with the problem that we have. Now, I know uh, 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 in the middle of the church now, a lot of people are not even even nowhere near at the point where they can even admit that they have a problem. Matter of fact, they're just positive speaking them away. Uh, instead of owning up, so I got a headache, I got an employment in my body, they're trying to speak it out of existence. Uh, he said, I'm a man of unclean lips. Only here when he saw the Lord, he mentioned this. I am a man of unclean lips. other words, Lord, I need my mouth. I need my lips clean up. And if the lips are not clean, the heart is going to get all messed up and you're going to have many problems. He said, I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips, a real problem. You know, unfortunately, many of God's people, because they're taking their eyes off, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and whatnot, and they are in the midst of people that have unclean lips and stuff that are coming out of the lips and out of the mouth or whatever that are set on fire from hell and whatnot and not able to recognize them. Many of them are listening to that thing that they should be running from and they're lifting their hand and saying, praise the Lord. Glory, hallelujah. You know, I, I've heard some things and, and seen some things that I was just baffled at that came, that slipped into churches. I, I've seen some things, I'm not going to go into them, but I've seen individuals, you know, just speaking things or prophesying things that were all the way contrary to what the Word of God said, and people that worship in heart said, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, praise God, glory, 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 glory. Well, uh, uh, they couldn't really be seeing the Lord because when we see the Lord, we see that there's unclean lip. We see that when the things are not coming out of our mouth, that is not right. I have seen the King of glory, the Lord of hosts. In other words, it calls him to humble himself. When we see God, it calls one to humble ourselves. As long as we're lifted up in pride and pushing our own gender and doing things that contrary to the word of God, trying to lift ourselves up, it is because we take our eyes off our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now, I, I, I got to the place where I was all the way out of the will of God in my thinking. I wasn't doing anything from the, from the believer's standpoint that was outside the will of God, but as I got dealt with, I recognized I was out of the will of God. You know, because I, I, I'm crying, Lord, I want you to take me home. Well, the Lord had other plans for my life. And I, I, I want to go home, Lord. I want to I wanna just ease out of here. Now, once my eyes got put back on the Lord Jesus Christ, I was ready to fight again. I was ready to preach again. I was ready to do the thing that I need to have been doing all the time. Glorify the Father. 
uh, 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 whatnot. I was able to humble myself, uh, as he said. Also, the word of God tells us that some of the things that, that, that uh, the Lord can and will and maybe and many times is working out for our good. When we get our eyes off the Lord, you know, uh, uh, we faint and we just, we just have a real problem. You know, in the book of Romans, chapter 8, chapter 8 and, he, and verse 28, he said, and we know that all things work together for the good for them that love God. You know, some of the things that we may uh, be looking at and the enemy is using to cause despair and hopelessness and cause many problems, the Lord can take all those things and work them out for the good. He may be taking them and work for the good. If, if nothing else, if we go through them the right way, if we if we keep our eyes on the Lord, those things will minister hope, patience, and experience, if nothing else. To them who are called according to his purpose. For him he did for whom he did for new, he also predestinated to be confirmed into the image of his son. To be confirmed, other words, to be squared into the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many witnesses. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, uh, them he also called, whom he called, them he justified, he declared them not guilty, though whom he justified, he also glorified. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered them up for us all, how shall he with how shall he not with him also give also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. Who is he that condemned? It is Christ that died and yea is risen and even at the uh, risen who is even at the right hand of God who maketh intercession. Our, our God is at the right hand. If we see and look into the heaven and really look and keep our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ, we will know that he's not against us. He's there interceding uh, uh, on our behalf. He's not trying to charge us. He's not charging us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, naked, peril, sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep to the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquered through him that love us. When, when, we, when we look to the Lord, we will recognize that there is absolutely nothing that we will confront that we cannot conquer through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the love relationship that, we, that he has for us. For I'm persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor anything present not things to come, not height, not depth, not any other creature will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. So this enemy, brothers and sisters, he wants us to take our eyes off our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Many times the problem that we are facing, the circumstances that we are facing, if we keep our eyes on our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we will see sometimes that he's working them out for the good. And even if we don't see it, he will work them out for the good. Also, if you would, turn your Bible to the book of Psalm 27. Uh, uh, you know, the word of God says, the Lord Jehovah is our salvation. In other words, he's the total work of God and affecting a right relationship between uh, mankind and himself. You know, if there's probably any area, especially in deliverance, 
that the enemy beats up God's people about, and that is in the era of their salvation, because I believe as we uh, uh, deal with uh, 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 this enemy and, and the Lord exposing problems in our life, and some of these demons, they are so closely rooted in our personality. Sometimes people think that they are them. That's just the way they are. I tell you, if you if you just really get down to business and seek the Lord and allow the Lord to begin to minister to you, a lot of things that are hid in the personality, little ways that sometimes people act and do things, you'll find out that they are motivated and 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 are manipulated by demons in their personality. And if you allow the Lord to keep putting His finger and keep rooting this stuff out and keep your eyes on the Lord. He'll begin to root that stuff up and change even those errors in the life that you didn't think nothing was wrong with. See, the Lord's eyes is everywhere. He's beholding all of the good and evil. Now, uh, the Lord is the one that, that is working in our life, and he want to do a complete work of, of rectifying our life, affecting our life in the right relationship between mankind and himself. Matter of fact, if we really think about it and see, really look at who our Lord is and keep our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ, really when it comes down to our salvation, we can't really do nothing anyway but come to Jesus and cry out to him, say, Lord, will you please, will you please forgive me and save me because we can't save ourselves. And matter of fact, we can't keep ourselves. We're kept. The only way we're going to be kept is by the power of God. The only way we're going to be kept is that we are in the hand of the Father and in the Son, he said, and nobody can pluck us out. But listen at what he says here. See, see, why we need to keep our eyes on our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. David was a man of battle, a man of war. He, he confronted vicious enemies and, and had a job to lead God's people. But look what he says here. Uh, uh, he said, the Lord is the light of my salvation. In other words, he is the light. In other words, he's the one that's able to show me really uh, 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 his work. And he's the only one. And he's the one that are working that relationship out, uh, taking care of that relationship. He's the light of my salvation. Unless we see that light, unless we really see him as, as he is for our salvation, we, we're going to lose hope because I, I don't care how hard you work. I don't care how good you are. This enemy is able to find some places in there and show you the problem that in your life, matter of fact, the word of God says the Lord would have marked iniquity, uh, who would be able to stand? And we got our old accuser that are constantly accusing God's people and pointing out the problem in their life. You think he's going to let them go without pointing them out? So we, we, we need to really keep our eyes on the Lord because without him, we really won't see the plan of salvation that the Lord has so powerfully worked out for us. Uh, uh, the Lord is the light of my salvation. Whom shall I see? In other words, when I see uh, the Lord, I begin to recognize when it comes down to my salvation, I have nothing to fear. But if I take my eyes off of my Lord and say to Jesus Christ, I begin to fear again. I begin to wonder, will I really really make it or will, uh, will I be lost and all that stuff and the question come in, the false doctrines that uh, kind of push their way into the body of Christ, they begin to come in. But if I know what the word of God says, if the Lord lighten me and lighten me concerning uh, 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 this, 
I began to recognize that my salvation, my salvation is of God. Now, if you really ever studied the word of God, you know that that's what the Bible teaches. Our salvation is of God. Now, Jehovah, our God, is our salvation, the Bible says. In other words, he's the one that do a total work of affecting our right relationship between uh, himself and, and mankind. Now, also, he goes on to say, the Lord is the strength of my life. He is the one that is strong enough to take care of not only this matter, but every matter that I, I, I deal with. When I keep my eyes on the Lord, he is strong enough to take care of my other word. Also, I can trust him. And he said, I will, I, 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 whom shall I be afraid when I keep my eyes on my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? I can trust him to take care of this matter, and I, I really can't trust myself really for nothing. Matter of fact, the Bible said, cursed be the man that leaneth on the arm of flesh. If I go back and lean on myself, you know, I, I'm getting in trouble. I, I, I fail without him. He said, when the wicked, even my enemy and my foe, come upon me to eat my flesh, they stumble and fall. When I keep my eyes on the Lord, there's enemies that come to, to wipe me out, to wipe everything that is dear to me out. Even they come after my salvation. But the word of God says this enemy that, that is trying to destroy man's soul, trying to destroy everything that is dear to man, when he comes to eat my flesh, they stumble and fall. See, when I, when I look to the Lord, when I keep my eyes on the Lord, I can see that he can secure, he can take care. He said, though in hope should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. I like this, don't you? Don't you like this? You know, when I keep my eyes on the Lord, uh, uh, my heart don't get all wrapped up in the fear. Though war should rise against me in this, will I be confident? In other words, when I keep my eyes on the Lord, I can put my confidence in the Lord. When I when I keep my eyes on the Lord, I don't get all wrapped up in this field. When I keep my eyes on the Lord, I, I don't get wrapped up and lose sight because the enemy get a bunch of demons together and begin to try to wreck or destroy my life. You know, when I keep my eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ, I can recognize that he can take care. One thing I have desired of the Lord, thank God that when we keep our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ, we begin to desire these spiritual things. You know, you can look and see today and see how the enemy has cleverly moved even into the church and has taken God's people's eyes off the heavenly things, the spiritual things, and he said, one thing I have desired of the Lord, and that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days, all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord. A word, he said, I, 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 I want to get to the house of God so I can begin to see that spiritual vision. Now, I'm not talking about a lot of the garbage that you, you hear about, the Lord showing up, the Lord is doing all this stuff, this, 
the lot appearing in there, bodily form, like he did with the dove and all that stuff. Pastor Williams did a good message about that. Uh, someday we need to probably pull it out and listen at it. But but anyway, uh, uh, that spiritual vision. Now, what happened when we when when the Lord really showed up in the fellowship and we began to really see the Lord? Well, we we just showed you over in the book of Isaiah. And I told you about my testimony. You know, I began to abandon itself and began to cry out to the Lord, and, and the thing changed. Well, Isaiah said, I saw the Lord. I began to humble myself. I began to abandon all the selfishness and self-exaltation, lifting myself up to me, this, that, and the other, all that stuff, and said, I have need, Lord. I, I need you to cleanse me up. I need you to wash me. I need you to strengthen me. I need you to deliver me. I need you to heal me. I need to rectify this. As long as we're looking at this spiritual vision, these are the things that we see. He said, uh, uh, when, when, when I keep my eyes on the Lord, he said, he, he said that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the brooding of the Lord to inquire in his temple. He, he, he said, in other words, uh, uh, it will inspire me. You know, I, I see this vision, and, 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 and I will begin to develop that, that, that real prayer life. Verse 5, he says, for in time of trouble, he will hide me in provision. See, see when our eyes get back on Jesus, we know we will recognize trouble will come, problem will come, but he said, I will hide, or he will hide me. How many times we as believers, we fret? And, and, and we just fall to pieces emotionally when, when the Lord takes care of these things. You know why we fall to pieces and we fret about things? is because we take our eyes off the Lord. When, when, when we recognize who he is and just keep our eyes on him, we recognize that he is one that hides us, he said, in the provision, in the secret place of his tabernacle. He got a secret place. Nobody really knows where that. And I'm persuaded that the enemy really can't get to us. But he said, the secret place, shall he hide me? When you hide some, other words, nobody can really get to us. Nobody really knows where to get to us at. Uh, uh, he shall set me up on a rock. In other words, up on that spiritual foundation. In other words, he comfort me, hide me, that refuge. And now shall my head be lifted up above mine enemy round about me. Therefore, I will offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I was saying, yeah, I was saying praises unto the Lord. When we recognize that he secures us, when we recognize he is the one that exalts us, he gets us up and out of this stuff, he pulls us up, up out of this garbage and whatnot, then he said we began to praise him. You know, that, that is exactly what happened when our eyes, is on our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we begin to glorify and sing and glorify his name. Now, I'm not talking about the, the, the garbage song. I'm talking about real praises unto our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Also, if you would, turn your Bible to the book of Exodus. When our eyes is on our Lord, we will begin to recognize, as the word says, the Lord can and will defend us. Exodus chapter 6 and verse 1. And he said, the Lord, then, then the Lord said unto Moses, Now shall thou see what I will do to Pharaoh, for with him, is, with, with, him with, 
I'm sorry, with a strong, strong hand shall he let go. In other words, with my strong hand, he's going to let them go. And with a strong hand shall he drive them out of the land. In other words, the Lord took and brought his people out with a strong hand. Now, if you uh, know the history according to the word of God, uh, uh, just let me paraphrase it. There was no way humanly possible for uh, God's children to get out on their own. From the look of things, it was impossible. Even as the Lord began to uh, uh, pour out his wrath on Pharaoh, he seemed to got harder and whatnot. Uh, 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 but the Lord said, uh, with a strong arm, I'll bring them out. And if we keep our eyes on our Lord, we will begin to see him for who he is and recognize that his arm and his hand is strong enough to bring his people out. Verse 2, he said, And God spake unto Moses and said unto him, I am the Lord. In other words, I'm the ruler. I, I, am, the, I am the Lord. And verse 3, And I appeared unto Abraham and Isaac and to Jacob by the name of Almighty. In other words, having absolute power over everything. In other words, he wants us to uh, keep our eyes on him because he is Almighty. He is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He is our God who is Almighty. And but my my name Jehovah was not known by then. In other words, he has absolute power over everything. When we keep our eyes on him, we can see that this is who he really is. Verse 4, I have also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land of pilgrimage, land of that pilgrimage, wherein they are strangers. Now, look here, brothers and sisters. They're in Egypt, and he's telling them about this land and this blessing that they're going to receive and whatnot. Now, from, from that standpoint, there were giants in this land, nations that was there. They were there, and they were built up and whatnot. But the Lord is saying, listen here, they may be powerful, but this is wrong to you. In other words, when, when, when we keep our eyes on the Lord, we begin to recognize that he can do anything. He can do the impossible, even though the enemy is right there rooted in that ground and planted there. The Lord can uproot them and run them all the way up out of it. And he's going to do it with people that hadn't even been trained to battle. They, they really weren't ready to battle when he was coming out of Egypt. He said, verse, verse 5, he said, And I have also heard the groaning of the children of Israel whom the Egyptian keeps in bondage. In other words, I hear the moaning. I hear the expression of grief and pain, uh, the, 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 load, the load that they carry. In other words, I know they are overburdened. They're in bondage. In other words, bondage means captivity, uh, uh, captives that are, are held. They, they, they are in bondage, forces that are not of God. This enemy, brothers and sisters, got God's people in forces that are not from God, and many of them, don't even believe or don't even see that God has been powerful enough to, to get them out. You say, well, how do I begin to uh, 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 get to the place where I can see the Lord? By crying out to the Lord and keep looking to the heavens. 
I don't have time to really go in there right now. Verse, uh, 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 also, he is our source of strength. We got to recognize when we keep our eyes on the Lord, we recognize that it's not our strength anyway. He is our source of strength. Isaiah 12, 2. He said, Behold, God is my salvation. In other words, he's the one that affects my relationship right with him. I will trust and not be afraid. In other words, I can only trust you. But when I put my eyes on the Lord, I will be able to trust you, and I won't be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength. See, when we keep our eyes on the Lord, it don't matter whether we get weak or not. The Lord is our source of strength. We're not depending on our source of strength. And my son, and he also has become my salvation. He has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall I draw water out of the well of salvation. See, when we keep our eyes on the, we recognize he is our source of strength. Also, we when we keep our eyes on him, we, we begin to recognize he is the one that can and will deliver us from our enemies. Second Chronicles chapter uh, uh, 20 and verse 17. You know, the children of Israel were surrounded by the enemy. The enemy came, big powerful enemy, come up against them, began to tell them what they're going to do, how they're going to feed them, and tried to get them not to trust the Lord, tried to get them even to fight uh, 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 into the point where they wouldn't even allow the leaders to cause them to trust in the Lord. But anyway, uh, uh, in verse 20, uh, verse uh, 17 in chapter 20, he said, he said, you shall not need to fight in this battle. There are some battles, brothers and sisters, that, that the Lord will have us to fight, and he'll give us the strength, the grace, and everything we need. But there are some battles, he said, that we won't even have need to fight in. They wouldn't have need to fight. Set yourself and stand ye still and see the salvation of the, see the salvation of the Lord with you. A word, see the Lord bring you peace. See the Lord deliver you. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not. Be not dismayed. In other words, don't allow anything to call you to fear. Don't allow anything. See, when we put our eyes on the Lord, we recognize that he can deliver us. He's our, he's our salvation. And, and, you know, he'll fight those battles that, that we can't fight. He says, for tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. You know, when, when we recognize who the Lord is, we can recognize that the Lord, he said, I'll be with you. He said, I'm with you always, even until the end of the age. You said, well, that was with them. Well, a little verse over in the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, 8. He said, Christ is saying today, yesterday, and forever. He said, I'm the Lord thy God, and I don't change. So the Lord is with his people. He's not going to leave his children. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'm with you always. Uh, 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 and, and that 18 verse, and Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his, with his face to the ground, and all Judah in the habitation fell before the Lord and worshipped him. They began to worship the Lord because he said, listen here, this enemy, he may be powerful, or he, he may look terrible, but say you won't even have to fight. Don't let him make you afraid. You know, the only way we're not going to get afraid of this enemy and want to fold arm and, and turn our back is that we keep our eyes on our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because he's the only one that can defeat him 
every day and every second, every minute of the day, no matter how powerful he seemed to get. Now, in the book of Romans, chapter 15 and 4, the word of God says, So since everything was written, was written aforetime, was written for our learning. It's written for us to, to, to get the learning from, to learn about. That we, through patience, in other words, maybe to battle these trials without grumbling and comfort, relieving the distress that would comfort me, and the comfort of the Scripture might have hope. See, the Word of God is there to give us hope, to have that good expectation for the future. We, we acquire that knowledge. We get experience. We get instruction and all that so that we can have patience, calm, bearing trials. See, the Lord want to do a work in our life, so we be, be steadfast uh, in doing uh, the ability to bear these trials without grumbling. And the only way we can take care of those matters of deal with those things like we should is with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Another thing, uh, 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 in order to, 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 to deal with the things that we need to deal with and whatnot and, 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 and deal with some of the problems that we got to keep our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ uh, uh, and look to him for comfort, strength, and relief from the distress, to ease the grief and sorrow, to make life easier, and, and, and take away the hardship. The word of God tells us in 1 Peter 1.13, he said, Well, I forgot up the lines of your mind. Be sober. Hope to the end that the grace to the, for the grace that is to be brought by the revelation of Jesus Christ. See, when we... When when we gird up our mind, when we look to the heavenly, we 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 he said be sober. When we begin to allow the Lord to help us to push out all of these wicked ideas that has been taught in the church or that the demons had brought into, he said be sober. In other words, he's not really talking about alcoholic devil. In other words, he's talking about these these ideas and these false doctrines that intoxicate us, make us drunk, so to speak, spiritually. We need to be sober uh, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, when we really begin to see our Lord is minister grace to us, and what do we say about the grace? The grace of God is sufficient for us. The strength of the Lord Jesus Christ has made perfect in weakness. Uh, uh, a girdle is a is is there for a purpose. Is there to give us strength. Proverbs thirty one seventeen. Also, it is there to support us. Second Kings four twenty nine. We won't go there. Let's jot that down. Uh, also, it is a figurative of gladness. So when we girdle up our mind, uh, uh, Proverbs. I mean Psalm thirty eleven is a figurative of gladness. Gladness. Ephesians six fourteen is a figurative of strength. You know, uh, uh, it's something that we need. Also, in the book of Ephesians 3.20, he said, Now unto him that is able to do abundantly above all that we think or act according to the power that working. See, when we keep our eyes on Jesus or put our eyes on the Lord, our God, and our Savior, we can begin to recognize that he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly beyond Stuff, anything that we can think and act according to the power that works in us. Now, I, I I I quote those scriptures often because they blesses me. The Bible says the word of God works mightily in the heart of the believer, and and I I, I want to be reminded that my God uh, uh, can do exceedingly and abundantly 
beyond what I can think and act. And when I keep my eyes on Jesus, I can recognize this. I can get what I ask in Jesus' name because the Father wants to be glorified. In the book of Matthew, chapter 14, I'm rushing on a little bit so we can uh, get a little farther in this before we quit. Matthew 14, 28. And, you know, they're facing a difficult situation here. And Peter answered, answered him and said, Lord, if it be thee, Jesus will come, come into them walking on the water. If it be thee, bid me to come to thee on the water. And he said, come. Now, Jesus had, to, had told him, said, come on, Peter. And when Peter was coming down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. You know, Peter was walking on the water. He walked on the water and began to look around. He began to look around at the earthly thing and saw all the difficult things that were going on around him. Big mistake. You know, we can follow Jesus. We can do the thing that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, tell us to do. Now, I'm not talking about... People are doing foolish things, are led by the flesh or by demon spirits or whatever, claiming to be led by the Lord or claiming to be called by the Lord and whatnot and are not. I'm talking about following divine direction, that divine call. As long as he kept his eyes on the Lord, he walked on that water. Now, when he took his eyes off the Lord, and that is exactly what happened in our life, we began to look at all the difficult things going on around us. That's what I did years ago. I, I looked at all the difficult things, and at that point, I had never gotten to that point before in my life. I, at that point, I got to the place where I wanted to uh, allow the Lord, pray that the Lord would allow me to ease out and come home. Mistake. I should have never allowed myself to God. I should have kept my eyes on the Lord, and I would have never fallen that low. Uh, uh Verse verse uh, uh, 30, he said, but when he saw the wind blistering and was afraid, he began to sink, and he cried, saying, Lord, save me. Lord, I need you to rescue me. I need you to, to, to reach out and get me, in other words. I need you to deliver me. He began to merge in that water when he, when he looked around, when he saw the thing that was going on around him, when he looked on the earthly thing. That word, he saw glittering, that means agitated. See, the enemy is a master at causing things to be agitated all around us if we take our eyes off our Lord and Jesus, Savior, Jesus Christ. He saw everything that was around him was shaking. The water was shaking. He saw the disturbing, uh, 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 all the disturbing things that were going on, and it began to disturb the body and the mind, and he was sinking. He, 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 was, he was sinking. You know, if we're not watchful, brothers and sisters, the thing that around us will cause us to look in the wrong direction. It will cause us to take our eyes off our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, in this book of Psalm 46, little past the scripture here, at times in the writer's life, they were able to keep their eyes on the Lord and his maid, a tremendous difference. He says here, God is our rest. In other words, he's our shelter from the home. Brothers and sisters, if we can keep our eyes on our Savior, upon our God, we will recognize he is the shelter, the only shelter that can take care of us during those times of home. He said, and strength. In other words, he is our source of power. Uh, every individual need this assurance, need to know that the Lord himself is our source of strength and our source of power because we're going to face some circumstances 
that there's just no way humanly possible that we can take care of them. And if we take our eyes off our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we gonna we're gonna sense defeat. We're gonna recognize that we can't do nothing about them, and we will begin to sink. Now, hold on to where you're at. Let me read this. You don't have to go there. But in Psalm, uh, I've mentioned here, he's our source of strength. Psalm 138, look at what it says here in verse 3. He says, 138 in verse 3, In the day when I cried, thou answers me. So you see, when he cried, he said, you answered me and strengthened me in my soul. See, we keep our eyes on the Lord. We cry to him. We go to him. And, and he will strengthen us in the soul, the mind, will, and emotion. Uh, for times, he dropped that 10 verse. He said, I mean, verse 6. He said, though, I, though, though the Lord be high. In other words, you are exalted. You are the supreme ruler. You are the creator. You rule over everything, the kingdoms, the heathen. Though, 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 though the Lord be high. Most people that are high, they don't want to have anything to do with, you know, Individuals like us that are nothing, nobody, I have nothing. He said, though the Lord be high, yet he has respect unto the lowly. In other words, those that humble themselves. He said, but the pride he knows are for all. He said, though I walk in the middle of trouble, thou will revive it. He, he knew. He had saw the Lord. I saw enough of the Lord. That when I get in trouble, when I face trouble with would make my life miserable, would shatter everything in my life, he said, you will revive me. In other words, you will put life back into me. Thou shalt stretch forth thy hand against the wrath of my enemies. Thy right hand shall save me. In other words, you help me. You, you stretch forth your hand. You comfort me. You're my salvation. You are the one that set this stuff straight in my life. As long as he kept his eyes on the Lord, he knew that this was what his Lord would do. He said, the Lord will perfect that which is concerning me. In other words, the Lord will take care of this stuff. I can put my confidence in the Lord as long as I keep my eyes on him. Uh, oh, Lord, I'm sorry, consider me thy mercy. In other words, more, more kindness than I deserve, oh, Lord. Endure forever. Forsake not the work of that. In other words, I put my confidence in you. When I see who the Lord really is and keep my eyes on the Lord, I recognize that I really can put my confidence in him. If I got problems in my life, I just come to him, confess and repent and take care of those things, and he will come back in and take care of my life. He said, not only was I refuge strength back in uh, Isaiah, I mean Psalm 46, 1, he said he's a very present help in trouble. Every time stuff that comes that call concern, if I keep my eyes on the Lord, I will recognize that he's going to help me out. Verse 2, he said, Though, therefore, I will, I, therefore, will I, therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed and the mountain be carried into the midst of the sea. You see why we need to put our eyes back on the Lord? You see why we need to keep our eyes on the Lord? So even if the unmovable, the mountains, if they be moved, if they, they, they shake and be moved, the mountains are not supposed to move. But he said if they move, 
If the mountain be moved, if I keep my eyes on, we keep our eyes on the Lord, we can recognize that he got it all under control. He said, though the waters that are rolling be troubled, though the mountain shake with the swelling there. In other words, even if the mountain began to expand in size and began to get puffed up. He said, verse 4, he said, there is a river, the stream whereof shall make glad the city of the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. In other words, there is a stream right in the middle of that. In other words, uh, the top, the, the the God, the holy holy tabernacle, his place is there. In other words, the great God is right in it. Our great God is right in the middle of that. He, 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 he can make us happy and glad, put joy right in there. Verse 5, God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God shall help her. And that's right early. The heathen raised, the kingdom was moved. He uttered his voice, and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. In other words, Israel's army, you know, he's there. The Lord of hosts is there to fight for us. Verse 8, come and behold the work of the Lord, the desolation that he has made in earth. As you look in the word of God, you can see. As we look to the Lord, you can see and keep our eyes on him. He would show us over and over the enemy that came up to defeat, destroy, and destroy his children, his church, his people. He made desolation in their places over and over and over again. 40, verse, uh, Psalm 45, he said, Many, O Lord, my God, are thy wonderful words. When we, when we put our eyes on the Lord, we begin to see all the works, the wonderful works that he has done and, and, and uh, 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 thou has done and thy thoughts which are toward us. In other words, we begin to recognize the way he really feels about us. Uh, uh, they cannot be reckoned in order of thee. In other words, it, it's just too many. If I would declare and speak to them, they are more than can be numbered. In other words, I begin to see the Lord is gracious. I can begin to see that, Lord, instead of you forsaking me, instead of you uh, not working things out, I begin to see all of the things that the Lord does for me. See, if I look over the world, look at from the worldly standpoint and look at the earthly vision and take my eyes off the Lord Jesus, I don't even see all the things that the Lord has done for me. I heard people say over and over, Lord is not doing nothing for me. I don't know why he's doing this or what. But if their eyes get on the Lord Jesus, they begin to see all the little things that the Lord has done for me. Praise the Lord. Verse t- verse uh, uh, 9 in, in Psalm 46, he make walls to cease. He can take care of that stuff. Also, verse 10, he said, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted in the middle of the heathen, among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. See, why we need to keep our eyes on the Lord. Again, if we are not watchful, this earthly vision will begin to dominate our lives, our mind, our will, and emotion, and we begin to lose sight. You know, the children of Israel lost sight, Numbers 21.4. When they journeyed, the Bible says, from the Red Sea, they compassed the land of the Eden, and the people were much discouraged because of the way. They, they were in despair. You know why? Because they took their eyes off Jesus. You know, they just had saw the Lord uh, 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 
under coming, under they had never knew, I'm sure, that the Lord had the lights under the fall garment. The Lord released them on them. He, he saw, they saw the Lord open up the Red Sea and bring them out on dry ground. They saw these things. They saw them with their eyes. Old men and women and boys and girls walked through there the wilderness on dry ground as it threw, I mean, the, the Red Sea as a, uh, as a wilderness in dry ground. And the Bible said, none of them were stomach. But once they took their eyes off the Lord, not only they forgot that, their heart became discouraged. They were, they were, they were depressed in their spirit. Verse, verse 5, he said, and the people spoke against Moses, spoke against God and Moses. Wherefore have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? Now, the Lord had taken care of all their needs. The Lord had provided for them, had broken the enemy that they could never get out from under that bondage without, without the Lord. You know, there's no water, they say. Our soul lowered this, this light bread. They, 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 they lost sight of the Lord. The thing that should have been a blessing to them, they should have been praising God and glorifying the Lord. The enemy called them to lose sight on the Lord. You know, this is what, what would happen. Stevenson, on the other hand, in Acts chapter 7, 54, Stephen did not let, the, let these problems take his eyes off the Lord. Man, I, I tell you, if we, if, we, if we don't allow the problem to take our eyes off the Lord, we can glorify the Lord right in the midst. Verse 54 in chapter 7, he said, when they had heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they, they, gnashed, they, they gnashed on him with the teeth. But he, full of the Holy Spirit, looked steadfast in the heaven. He saw into the heaven. He saw that heavenly vision. He looked into heaven, and he saw the glory of God. This is what we need to do. We need to keep crying out, and we need to keep looking until we see the glory of God. And Jesus standing at the right hand of God and saying, Behold, this is what Stephen said. Behold, I see the heaven open and the Son of Man on the right hand of God. All the stuff that was going on, you don't hear Stevenson mention about what they're doing to him, the problem that he was confronted. He was talking about the Lord. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran up on them. This is somebody else writing about the account. This is not Stevenson. They ran up on him with one cause. And they cast him out of the city and stoned him. Now, this took a little while. They took him out of the city and stoned him. And still yet, his eye was on the Lord. And the, and the witness laid, at his, laid their clothes at the young man's feet, whose name was Saul. Oh, this was Paul before he got born again. And, and, and he said, yeah. And they stoned Stevenson, calling on God. Because he kept his eyes on the Lord, he, call, he was steady calling on God, saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with the Lord, 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 lay not the sin to that charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Now, that is so powerful. That blesses me. That let me know if I have to, and I don't want to go that way. I hope not. But if I have to, uh, uh, if I have to leave this body in the battle, you know, if I keep my eyes on the Lord, you know, I take my eyes off the earthly. I don't hear him mention nothing about what they was doing. 
He was talking about what he saw in hell. Brothers and sisters, you see what taking our eyes off the earthly and putting them on the heavenly can do in our lives. I don't know how we're doing time. Is that I don't have my clock here, but brother, you're doing I, uh, I, just fine. You take all the time you need, my friend. Praise the Lord. It is so important. Lot's wife, as they were coming out of Egypt, put her eyes on the earth. That when he told them not to look back, she became still a false. And this is 1926. You know, when you look in the Word of God in Second Kings chapter 6, 14, there was a young man that was with Elisha. And, and you know, sometimes the enemy seemed like he, he he just caused things to fall apart or just come against us. But everything he got looked like seemed like overnight. And that's what had happened with men. Uh, and what had happened in Second Kings chapter 6, 14, the, the, the mountain had uh, uh, just got filled with, with uh were the hosts, you know, overnight they would come past that city. And in verse six fifteen, and when the servant of the man of God was risen early that morning, the young man, first of all, you know, he, he was all afraid, you know, what we're gonna do and what we but the servant of the Lord, the man of God, was risen and going forth and behold a a host, the city both with horses head, the servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? What are we going to do? Well, he prayed. He said, in the answer, fear not. But they that be with us is more than they that are against us. You know, we need to recognize that we keep our eyes on the Lord right in the middle when the enemy brings bring everything that he has that is more with us than they that are against us. And Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open up his eyes. See, when we can't see, we should be crying out to the Lord. Lord, open our eyes up so we can see exactly who you are. So we can see that you are ruler, you are king, you are God, that, that, that you rule in the kingdom of the heathen. You govern. And the Lord opened the young man's eyes, and he saw, and behold, a mountain was full of horses and chairs. Fine, round about Elijah. Brothers and sisters, this is exactly what we need. Psalm 119, verse 37, David. Listen at what David prayed. Lord, turn away my eyes from beholding vanity. Turn my eyes away from uh, uh, looking at empty things, things that is, 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 is vain, things that is not going to help me. And look at, listen at what the last of that prayer was. And quicken me, quicken thou me, in your way. Listen to me, Lord. I want you to I want you to revive me. I want you to put life in me. In your way. I want you to quicken me. When the Lord put life, you know, we, we got exactly what we need. Now, if you would, turn your Bibles right quick back to Psalm eighteen. He says, I want you to help me and to not to behold this vanity. Quicken me in your way. Well, in Psalm 18, as David was in despair and dealing with all the trouble that he had in his life, once the Lord began to work in his life, he talks about God's way in verse 30. He said, as for God's way, his way is perfect. See, I don't wonder whether I'm going the right way when I keep my eyes on the Lord. 
I begin to look at and say, Lord, there is no imperfection in your way. For God's way, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler. In other words, he's a small shield. He's a small shield. And that meant a lot when someone had a real good servant, that an individual that could shield them from the blow. Well, guess what? There, there is nobody that can get through when the Lord is our shield. When the word of God, our Lord is our shield, he's our brother. He's that small shield that protects us when we are up against the enemy. To all those that put their trust in him. Brothers and sisters, we need, we, we need the spiritual vision. We need our eyes on the Lord. Uh, 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 uh. He says, Psalm 34, 5, they looked unto him and were light, and their faces was not ashamed. They was not ashamed. See, when we, when we, when we look to the Lord, he makes vision possible. When we see him, he calls us to be able to see really what's going on, make vision possible. Uh, 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 he enlightened. Well, in the same chapter here, David was, was, was really in trouble. As you read that chapter, he was in trouble. He was overwhelmed. He, 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 he was full of sorrow. He, he was in a place where he felt that he was defeated. He was distressed and all of that stuff. But in verse 28, he says about that life. He said, for thou will light my candle. Thou enlighten my darkness. In other words, he will enlighten me. And when the Lord enlightened us, it brings strength in our life. Uh, uh, it calls us not to slide. We are exalted. We are brought up. We recognize. He defends us. He supports us. When we recognize this, uh, 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 he, he's gentle with us. He's not hurting. We've got security. Read that chapter. It calls this man that was in defeat to recognize that the Lord was his deliverer. And when the Lord enlightened him, the Bible said he pursued his enemy and wouldn't even turn back until he was consumed. The enemy would, would cry out even to the Lord, and he'd just turn around and keep on beating him until he was beat as low as the dust. That's why we need to keep our eyes on the Lord. Psalm 121 and 1, David, he said, I will lift up my eyes to the hill from which coming my Oh, what I put my eyes on the Lord. He's the one that assists me. He's the one that can support me. We need assistance. We need support. And if we look to the Lord and keep our eyes on him, we will recognize that we can get the assistance and the support that we need. That is none of us, none of us, will be able to battle and keep battling and keep going without keeping our eyes on our Lord and Savior Jesus. So I believe that this is why so many just, just, just give up. They, they, they allow the enemy to take their eyes off the Lord, and they quit preaching deliverance. They leave it aside and, and don't see a need of it. Many don't even recognize that is a, is a vital part of the ministry of Jesus Christ because they don't see who Jesus really is. Their eyes is off, and they get tied up with all the other stuff. Uh, verse, verse 2, he says, my help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. In other words, my helper made all this stuff, created everything. When I keep my eyes on him, he will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that he that keepeth thee will not slumber. He don't go to sleep. 
Verse 4. Behold, he keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. Verse 5. The Lord is my keeper. The Lord is my shade on my right hand. The sun will not smite me by day, by the moon by night. In other words, he protected them in the nighttime, the daytime. He protected them in every situation. Look at 7. The Lord shall preserve thee from, from all evil. See, when I keep my eyes on him, no matter how bad things get, how vicious this enemy may seem, how many times he's threatening I recognize that he preserved me. And believe me, that and sisters, the enemy going to threaten us. He's going to bring everything he can to make doubt. He's going he gonna to make things look horrible. He's going to make us feel that we take our eyes off Jesus. There's just no way he's going to leave. He's not no way going to be defeated. He's going to destroy everything that is dear to us, the church, and everything else. And when we take our eyes off the Lord, we, we, we begin to believe him. But we put our eyes on the Lord. He said, he shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forward. From this time forth and forevermore. Well, that covers all our time. Now, I want you to understand. You can't live any kind of old wicked and ungodly life and expect to claim the promise, we got to get our life as best we can to line up with Jesus Christ, repent if we need to, get our life lined up. And and and, and when we do this and follow in Jesus Christ, not the false doctrine, not all of this garbage that's been brought into the church, but following our Lord Jesus Christ, not following individuals that are exalting self, lifted up in pride, are not directed by Jesus Christ. We need to be directed by the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We can't be led by the flesh. We can't be led by false doctrine. We cannot be led by all these ungodly things and claim these promises. But if you're following the Lord, then you're best to follow Jesus Christ, got your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ, following his divine plan, will, and whatnot, and learning about his will and getting that stuff about your life. You can be assured that he will take care of you. You will recognize he will take care of you. And the word of God said, there is no respect to persons with God or with the law. You know, matter of fact, he says, to have a respect to person, you know, that's sin. Well, you say, well, the Lord do things for other folks. Why he's not doing? Well, that maybe that, that's reason why he's not doing the things that he's doing. Maybe that's not what needs to be done for you. Uh, or maybe there are some some things that need to be taken care of so he can take care of those things for us. Psalm one twenty three one. He said, Under thee I lift up my eyes. Thou that dwellest in the heavenly, behold, as the eyes of thy servant look unto the hand of the matron, the eyes of the maiden unto the hand of the mistress, mistress, our eyes. Wait on the Lord our God until thou has mercy upon us. See, when I need mercy, I, if I keep looking to the Lord, he will show us that he is a merciful God. He give us more kindness than we could ever deserve or desire. Have mercy on us, O Lord, verse 3. Uh, have mercy upon us, for we are exceedingly filled with contempt. Contempt, in other words, disrespect. Our soul is exceedingly filled with scorning of those that are at ease. And those that are in the, 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 the contempt of the world, in other words, those that's come. See, none of us, if we study the word of God, none of us are able to stand up under the enemy's scorning. 
The enemy scorned God's people to try to destroy them and to try to stop them. They even tried it on our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, the enemy don't use these use weapons that, 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 that he, he feels that are not powerful enough to take, these, take care of these things. And if we take our eyes off Jesus, they would do exactly what he wants to do. Of the Lord and protect us. Isaiah 40, 26. He said, I will lift up my eyes. I, 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 I lift up my eyes on high. The whole Hold, I has created these things and bring out hosts by number. He calls them by name and by the greatness of his might, that he is strong and power, not one failure. Our God is the creator of all these things. When we keep our eyes on him, we know he do not fail. Turn your Bible to Psalm, one, uh, Psalm, Psalm 3. And we, we, we're going to be cutting off here just in a minute, I think. Just in a minute. And we're going to uh, uh, see what Brother Shannon want to do. I, I'm not sure, but we're just going to, I think we'd better cut off here. Uh, in the book of uh, Psalms, uh, I could preach the word of God for hours. But, Brother, but, you, uh, but, I'll tell you what you do. Take another 30 minutes, and then we'll take a break. How about that? Keep well, on preaching, bro. <laughs> we, we, we hey, uh, Psalm 1, Psalm 3. Another passage of scripture that blessed me uh, uh, as a young man, as I was facing some of the attacks, and I didn't know why the Lord was preparing me for the deliverance ministry, and I, I had no idea what He was doing because He didn't show me the whole picture. Probably that showed me the whole picture, I probably would have run, you know. But uh, 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 fell around in the staff, whatever. I don't know what I was done, but I, I, as I was facing a lot of the problem that I. With the faith. This was a passage of scripture I probably quoted every day. Uh, uh, and it said uh, uh, in our Psalm uh, uh, 3, verse 2, he said, it talks about, for first one, the latter part of the verse, he said, How are they increased that trouble me? You know, brothers and sisters, as you begin to follow Jesus Christ, you need to keep your eyes on the Lord because as you follow the Lord and begin to pursue special deliverance ministry, the enemy is going to send everything after you he got. And that's why you need to keep your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ and line up with the word of God. The, 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 the God that you need out of your life, you don't need the false doctrine. You don't need nobody that are teaching false doctrine. You don't need nobody that are led by the wrong spirit. And that's why you need to keep your eyes on the Lord so you can really clearly see a lot of people are following people that are led and motivated by the wrong spirits and whatnot, and they get off track. They get in all kinds of problems. I preached a message some time ago on here. I talk about, you know, uh, uh, knowing those that labor among you because I've seen, I've seen so many slip in, and, and, and they talk about deliverance and preach deliverance and whatnot, but there are spirits working back in there that are contrary to the word of God. And, and, and only through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ you're going to be able to, to really see those spirits and recognize them and pull away. I, 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 saw, I saw demons manifest and manipulated in leaders' life to get powerful leaders out of deliverance. I've seen it with my own eyes. saw those demons manifested and manipulating and prophesying and doing stuff. And, and if the people just had a soul really been able to see clearly, I know, I know a bunch of them would have ran from it but was sucked in, and they had their hand up praising God when they were prophesying things that were 
that were in complete violation of the word of God. Well, how did he slip in like that? He just kept on agitating. He kept on playing around in there till he got him to that spot. Lifting up self, exalting self. See, see, brothers and sisters, the enemy needs to be exposed everywhere. People that are in deliverance need to get all the garbage out of their lives and get freedom. That's one of the things Pastor Will has stressed. That individuals that preached in that church years ago, if they didn't come in there and really get in the deliverance line and get deliverance, guess what? They didn't minister there. And guess what? He didn't even allow people that really, really didn't really get freedom, didn't really get freedom, he didn't really allow them to keep even casting out spirits in people. Like if people came there and didn't really get in line and begin to get help, he, he, he knew. He, he recognized that the, that the demons were still there. And if they didn't get them out, demons going to wreck everything, as he used to say, especially the religious spirit, everything that we tried to do for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, they were wrecking. It's so important that these things get taken care of, that there's stuff inside. The stuff inside get taken care of because they will, they will manipulate us and, and get us to the place where they take our eyes off our law. But he said, how are, how are they increased that trouble me? See, we need to really, when the enemy just seemed to be increasing, the battle is, is already raging, and then they increase. We got to keep our eyes on the Lord. Well, this is a passage of scripture I quoted almost every day. How they increase that trouble me. Many are they that rise up again. It seems like with just so many rising up. And at that time, when you start talking about deliverance ministry and, and Christian has a demon, it seems as though our uh, believers would rather for you to curse them out than say they had a spirit and they would get so angry. You know, I, I've seen two areas in my life. I've seen two areas in my life that, that, that really bring out viciousness. And Jesus, he, when he healed folk, they got so angry. When he did deliverance on, they got so angry. That was when you began to try to tell believers they had evil spirits in them, they would get so angry. Well, that, is, that, that, that itself should show that there's something wrong, you know, that they would get so angry. And you know the other area? Well, when it came down to the message of loss of salvation. Paul, he talked about when, they, when he had went to the Gentiles and the Lord had told them, don't put no burden on them, that they sustain from fornication and all that stuff. And, and so they were, they were children of God by faith, taught the message. It was according to God's word. Peter, God's word, Peter had received the same message. When they went back up to Jerusalem, he said, there are thousands, there are thousands, thousands of Jews that believe, and they are all zealous of the law. Well, guess what? If you read on down there within Acts, they, when, when Paul expounded about the grace of God and how that salvation was through Jesus Christ, secured in Jesus Christ, uh, 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 not by works of righteousness, it was through faith in Jesus Christ and him alone, you know, you know the Bible says, away with such a man. Those spirits were so vicious, they, they wanted to kill him. Now, God alone should know, let us know that that is not the plan of our God. See, those spirits were so big, they wanted to get set away with such a man, away from the earth. Here was a man was doing exactly what the Lord wanted, but those spirits in there wanted to just wanted to wipe him out. Those are two errors that I've seen that bring, that I've seen 
from a personal standpoint, bring out so much viciousness and so much anger into individuals' lives, more than I've seen anywhere else. But anyway, he said, how are they increased that trouble me? Many they which rise up against me. The enemy going to raise up all kinds of folks against you, the, 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 the worldly host, the demonic host. And the only way you're going to be able to go on is keep your eyes on the Lord. He says, many be there which say unto my soul, there is no help for him in God. I heard those very words. Oh, young man, he don't know what he's doing. He's too young. Uh, uh, he doesn't, he's crazy. He, he, all kinds of things. Going to make shipwreck, going to mess up and whatnot. And, and guess what? I've got a lot of freedom since then. Oh, I, I'm so grateful for what the Lord has done. The only way I would have made it, brothers and sisters, is kept looking to the Lord. The only way any of us going to make it is keep our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, but thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. I used to pray this all day, every day. Thou art a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter of other words, you are the one, the only one that can exalt me. I cried unto the Lord with my voice. He heard me out of his holy temple. He laid me down to sleep. I awakened for the Lord sustained me. I would not be afraid of 10,000 people that have set themselves against me round about. When we keep our eyes on the Lord, no matter how many come against us, you know, this was not the enemy looking for David, looking to wipe him out, and all of them saying, you know, that's just no way he's going to escape. That's no help for him in God. But right in the middle of all that was going on, he kept his eyes on the Lord, and he said, you, you, you the one that lifted me up. You exalt me. Our God is a very present help in the time of trouble. You know, if we look to the Lord, we will recognize that the Lord can take care of all these things. You know, over and over through the scripture, there are many instances. David up against Goliath. Jehoshaphat up against the king of Assyria. You know, God's people up against Pharaoh, like a Leviathan spirit that, that none could handle on their own. The Lord brought them out. Matter of fact, he said, take Leviathan and fed him to them in the wilderness. This enemy that they can't do nothing with, that they dare turned up against that again and even stood up. When the Lord show up, he made supplication to the Lord. He begged and pleaded with the Lord. One of the most powerful creatures there is, he pleaded with our God. And guess what? When we're following Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, following him doing his work, he's always there. He's always there to stand up. Thank God for Jesus Christ. Let's take our eyes off of all these things that are going on. Not allow the enemy to cause us to lose focus and look at all of the things that are going on in this world. The thing that the enemy is agitating and shaking and pulling and manipulating and 
all of this stuff that called our eyes to be taken off Jesus and caused despair. But let's take our eyes and turn them toward Jesus and, and see victory, or see one that can bring victory. Uh, uh, lose focus on the earthly, and we see our sin, we see how desperate we need a Savior, see how we need cleaning up. Brothers and sisters, the church has a real need of cleaning. There is a manifesting in the church. They're jumping around, and how do you think the Lord feels? He loves his people. Many of them are his people. They're genuine born again. But the enemy is manifested in the music, the so-called worship. Brother Nation, much of it to the Lord. I mentioned how that uh, uh, Dr. Sullivan uh, uh, talked about, uh, please, I mentioned last week, he went to jail for some things that he wouldn't allow in his church. And he said that when they when they put him in jail, he was in there with the Satanists. He didn't know it, but they, he passed a book to somebody, the great planet Earth, and whatnot, and said, the Satanists said, said, said well, Reb, Say, uh, Jesse is not going to win Armageddon. My father going to say, he said, my father, he said, who's your father? He said, Satan. So he was a Satan. He said, well, you better mess with me because the angel of the Lord watches over me. And if I'm sleeping up there and you mess with me, he'll smack you or do something to you or whatever. So the, so the, uh, the Satan said, oh, Reb, I wouldn't bother you. He said, believe it or not, I go to a Christian church. He said, well, what in the world does the Satan is, uh, I go to the Christian church for? He said, well, I smoke me a joint, a couple of joints, and go down to the Christian church on the corner. He said, it's got those, those, those they got the best rock music in town. He said, oh, it's got these Jesus words to it, but it's my father's music. And he said, we need to be careful even with the music. Now, I know a lot of words that talk about Jesus and all that other stuff is in there, but the enemy you, you you got to recognize that he was a musical instrument. He was on the choir in heaven. Now, you think he's not going to use that? He, he will use it. We need, to, we need to put our eyes on the Lord till we see it. Well, even before that, years before that, the Lord dealt with me about the music that was in the church. A lot of songs that we sung, uh, uh, the music behind them anyway. When, when I was coming up in, 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 in church and, over the years and whatnot, later in, in years in the church. And, and, you know, somebody had called my attention to it, and I said, well, my, my thinking was, I was a young pastor, what, my thinking was, uh, uh, well, the people are praising God. Well, is they really? You know, and I just left it there. Well, the Lord showed me a vision. And in that vision, he showed me a godly beacon, a man that I knew, loved, and respected, and one of those men that, you saw in your life around in the church all those years and that you couldn't, you know, pin a lot of, pin no garbage on it. Now, you know, for a young fella coming into the church, you are able to see the good and bad. But this man here, really, I, I, I really couldn't see any bad thing that was hooked up in his life and whatnot. And I guess that's why the Lord showed me him. And he was singing a lot. Now, in this vision, in the church where he was singing, he was singing words about Jesus and whatnot, but in this vision, he looked at like a, a performer. Now, this man didn't look like that in church. And instead of, you know, people are, are praising the Lord, what was happening, the music in the vision, he showed me people doing worldly dance to the music. And for three days after that vision, 
I, I, I can hear that music. The music didn't stop ringing in my ear. It took me about three days to get it. Now, I, maybe I'm a little slower than some. Maybe some of you guys have got the first few seconds. But it took me about three days, and, and, and he said, the beat is the same. And I could just listen and hear the beat. Well, listen at this here. I got a friend of mine, brother, that got saved a few years back, maybe, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years ago. And, and he, he was going to this church, and he said he, he really got tired of going. He didn't want to go. And the preacher came to him, and he was telling me about this later. He said, the preacher came and said, I, I want you to come back to church and, you know, get in church. And he said, say, you know, so I told him, he said, I said, man, and he was out of a bad life, street life, drug life, and, and whatnot, Lord, miraculous, turned his life around, real good brother, and what. And he, he said, well, when I come to your church, he said, it reminds me of the, of the club music. It makes me want to dance. He said, I told him to, you know, so he said, oh, we're praising God. He said, well, uh, I take the Jesus words outfit and say it sounds the same to me. See, there's a lot of good godly music out there, but the enemy is trying to use the ungodly too, and is there to bring destruction, disaster in our life, and we need to keep our eyes on Jesus so that we can see enough to, to not be manipulated down the road of destruction. I don't want to go down that road of destruction. I want everything that is going to destroy me, destroy my, my good brother and sister that I love so dearly, and, and my family and all. I want all of that stuff stopped. How about you? Now, maybe you haven't gotten to that point of you ain't just keep on crying out to the Lord till you do, or keep looking to heaven till you get to the place where you want, to, you want everything stopped. This enemy stopped that are trying to kill, destroy us. I don't care what it is. If it's, if it, if, I don't care how dear it is to me. If I'm holding on to it, I want to see Jesus, and I want enough strength, I want enough grace to want to turn loose everything that's going to try to bring disaster in my life. Brother Sanitate. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Folks, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Omega Man Radio. We've got Pastor James Mobley on tonight from the Called Out Assembly Church up in Melrose Park, Illinois. And uh, we're going to take just a short break. We're going to be back. We'll also open up the lines tonight. Folks, if you'd like to talk to Pastor James Mobley, ask a question, you need prayer, you need deliverance tonight, uh, we're going to open up those lines. You stand by. We're going to be back here in about five minutes. And I want to welcome... Everyone that's uh, new to Omega Man Radio, we broadcast nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and we do a second show at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. And I want to thank everybody that's uh, tuning in here for the first time and all our regulars. You'll stand by, and we'll be right back after this short break. To talk with Omega Man, dial area code 917-889-2745 and press option 1 on your phone. To listen live to Omega Man Radio from your cell phone, dial 917-889-2745. From coast to coast and worldwide on the Internet, this is Omega Man Radio with Shannon Davis. Once a man named Stephen preached about the Lord, folk were 
code 917-889-2745 and press option 1 on your phone. To listen live to Omega Man Radio from your cell phone, dial 917-889-2745. From coast to coast and worldwide on the Internet, this is Omega Man Radio. And the devil, he has lost the battle. He has lost. The Lord has won it. Yes, he has. Oh, yes, Lord. King Jesus Day, who are you going to serve? It's a guy up here that called me lukewarm. I don't want to be lukewarm. I want to be on fire. I just pray that you'll take this from me. There's a way. And he did. And I thank you, Lord. I'm in your hands now. And I tell you what, I'm alive. I'm alive. I've been dead. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. Hear the word of God Almighty from Numbers chapter 33, verse 50. And Yahweh spake unto Moses in the plains of Moab by Jordan, near Jericho, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye are passed over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then ye shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you, and destroy all their pictures, and destroy all their molten images, and quite pluck down all their high places. And ye shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land, and dwell therein, for I have given you the land to possess it. Omega Man Radio is declaring all-out war on all witches, warlocks, and the hosts of hell. Our mandate is clear. We will not fail. Join with us in the fight and spread the word about Omega Man Radio. Our mission is to invade enemy territory and possess the land, healing the sick, and setting the captives free of demons in Jesus' name. Tune in each night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific at OmegaManRadio.com. Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in, because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon, and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. Welcome back to Mega Man Radio. Today is a live program. Uh, we've got the special pleasure to have uh, Pastor James Mobley on tonight. We have Pastor James on every Wednesday. So if you're new to Mega Man Radio, be sure and tune in each Wednesday night. Uh, and Pastor James comes on and he brings the meat of the word. Folks, I enjoy his Bible studies and the word that the Lord gives him. Uh, he is the pastor of Called Out Assembly Church. It's located in Melrose Park, Illinois. You can reach them at uh, area code 708-446-9745. They have a website. It is calledoutassembly.org. 
Again, calledoutassembly.org. Now, we have lines wide open. If you need prayer tonight, the phone number to dial, of course, is 917-889-2745. Call in. We'll love to talk to you. Maybe you want to share a testimony. Maybe you need deliverance tonight. You know, I want to praise God for a, a testimony we have today. Uh, I had an opportunity to pray with a brother. We chatted for a while, and we uh, got an opportunity to pray Next thing you know, two hours later, we were still casting demons out. He was getting set free by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ today. One after the next, folks. I, I started to take notes. After a while, I gave up. They were just coming out, screaming, crying. And I you know, I said, demons, I'd be crying too if I were you. <laughs> because where you're fixing to go, and they were cast to the pit of hell. I'd make them say, I'm defeated by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm coming out now. And when they would admit the defeat, and admit um, they were defeated by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, I'd say, look at the Lord Jesus Christ. Where is he telling you to go? And there would be a pause, and they'd say, he's telling me to go to the pit. And out they would go. We'd say, come out now in Jesus' name. Go to the pit of hell. Angels of God, execute the Lord Jesus Christ order. One by one, they would come out. And uh, you know what was interesting is uh, some of them uh, had some names I never heard of before. And uh, after a while, I said, wait a minute. I think they're talking in a foreign language. turns out that some of these demons, I believe, were speaking French or even Nigerian. It was another dialect. I think it was actually French. <laughs> and it, come to find out, they'd come down some generational lines, went way back in the family. So, folks, that just goes to show you, you know, um, you can be going on even just, you know, minding your own business, and you've got demons that have come in uh, with no fault of your own, but they came in through generational curses, sins of the parents, the fathers, mothers. They come down. You know, God takes sin very seriously. Someone's going to pay the price. Uh, I would encourage everyone tonight to um, turn it over to the Lord Jesus Christ. He paid the ultimate price for you and I, that we can be set free tonight. And um, we'll just accept him and turn our lives to the Lord. So it was a powerful deliverance. The Lord Jesus Christ really gave this brother some great deliverance. And I said, you know, that's round two, brother, because he had called in a a previous time on on the air. And I said, you just got to keep pursuing it. You're going to keep getting more and more deliverance. You're going to hold that territory. God's going to show you something else. And Jesus is going to uh, give you more deliverance. And you're just going to keep taking back the land in your life that the enemy has stolen. You know, that he's stolen from all of us, folks. You've got to keep going. You cannot turn back once you start down this road because you're a American man and woman from the day one that you learned about deliverance. Now you've got the information that can destroy the enemy. You've got that code-breaking machine like they used to search for back in World War II, you know, to uh, basically uh, decode the enemy's transmissions because they could uh, be one step ahead of the enemy, knowing his plans when they could decode it, so to speak. That's kind of an analogy, so to speak. It's it's a lot more powerful than that. Um, You've got the authority uh, to destroy the enemy. And and Satan, when he knows that uh, you know, the authority you have in the Lord Jesus Christ through his shed blood as a Christian, they tremble at that because you've got the capability then to really destroy the enemy in your life and your family's lives and people that the Lord sends your way. And and God will send people your way. Everybody's been called to cast out demons. we just got to be willing to be used by the Lord and be obedient, stay prayed up, stay covered in the blood of Jesus, and God will use you and I. Uh, he's looking for good people. <laughs> he's looking for a few good men and women. You know, the the harvest is white and uh, the workers are few. Well, 
Uh, I also want to mention there's going to be a workshop up at HBC. Uh, it'll be April 14th through the 17th. That's Hegwish Baptist Church. For those of you new to that acronym, it's located in Highland, Indiana. And the website is hbcdelivers.org. It'll be a family workshop. means everybody's invited. Man, woman, children. Come on up there. Um, great time of fellowship and a great opportunity to get some deliverance and hear some of the um, speakers that we have on OMR. Meet them in person. And... Um, opportunity to get some real deliverance and make some good soul ties. Also, uh, there's going to be a workshop this weekend, and uh, let's see, that's going to be Buffalo, New York, Gopi Bible Fellowship with Pastor John Gogan. If you'd like more information on that uh, or to register, go to agapibible.org. Last but not least, let's uh, not forget, we mentioned wrwpublications.com, home of some of the greatest deliverance material you'll find anywhere. Uh, all the material from Pastor Wynn Worley, the host of Hell Series, booklets, CDs, hundreds of hours of audio and video. Uh, you'll truly be blessed. That's wrwpublications.com. All right, uh, let me announce the number one more time, then we're going to go back in, uh, to the phones. To talk with Omega Man, dial area code 917-889-2745 and press option 1 on your phone. All right, let's get Pastor James back on. Pastor James, uh, welcome back, brother. God bless you for yes, coming on tonight. God bless you. Thanks for having me, Shannon. Pastor, Pastor James, um, there are people that are going to be listening live now or on the MP3, and the Lord has been working on their heart. Holy Spirit is convicting them, and you know they know that they need to make a decision because time is running out. How can someone receive the Lord Jesus Christ tonight as their Savior? No positively where they'll spend eternity if their spirit was to leave the body. How can we be certain and get saved? Because, you know, our time is uncertain. You know, um, there was a famous actress who died today. Everybody out there, do you all remember Elizabeth Taylor? <laughs> Very famous actress. Uh, she died today. You know, she had no idea that she was going to slip off into eternity today, and I hope that uh, she knew Jesus Christ as her Savior, because if she did... To be as from the bodies, be present before the Lord. On the other hand, if she did not, uh, then to be as from the body is to be in hell and torment, awaiting final sentencing where you get thrown into the lake of fire. And folks, I'm again, I'm trusting that she knew the Lord Jesus Christ because if she didn't, it didn't matter how many millions she made or what kind of celebrity she had on the earth. It doesn't matter. You know, God's no respecter of persons. There's only one way to get in. That's having a personal relationship with His Son Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And, you know, you can't take the millions with you. Um, doesn't matter what you were here on earth, folks, in terms of uh, power and money and prestige. You you came in the world naked, you go out naked. And, you know, she probably didn't even know she'd be slipping into attorney, but it's over. So I, I trust yeah. she made the right decision, because if she didn't, there's not a second chance. So, you know, we need to make our decision tonight, because we could wake up and be in Japan and and be in the midst of a tsunami. I heard, brother, that there's still bodies washing in up on the beach. Mm. And I heard that there were people that, in a split second, were caught by that riptide that took them out to ocean. They actually found one that was alive hanging on to a piece of driftwood or something 10 miles out in the ocean. Many of them were washed away, never came back. So, you know, folks, that's just the beginning of the turmoil that we're going to see in the end times. So you need to make your decision for Christ tonight because we've got eternity in the balance here. Brother, how would a person accept Jesus Christ? Well, 
the, the Word of God teaches clearly that you first got to believe that God is. You got to have faith. You got to believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he died on the cross for your sin. And he's the only way that we can come, the only salvation, only way that we can come. Matter of fact, uh, John John one twelve, I believe it is, said, as many as receive him. If you believe Jesus is the Son of God, that he died on the cross for your sin and was raised the third day by the Father and exalted to the right hand of the Father, if you believe that, if you believe that, you're a candidate for salvation. All you got to do is just receive Him, acknowledge I'm a sinner and cannot save myself. Uh, uh, he's the only way that we can get to the Father. In order to get to Him, in order to have salvation, you got to be justified. You got to be declared not guilty. The word says we're justified by faith. We're declared not guilty by faith in Jesus Christ. Again. Trust in Jesus Christ alone will bring salvation. Shannon mentioned it earlier, I believe. Uh, uh, he said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Or maybe it was the last time we was on. In Acts 16, verse 30, 31, he said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thy house. He give you a promise. That's a blessing. That he will also reach out and work in the lives of your family members. Uh, uh, the word of God says uh, in Romans chapter 2, uh, 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 he talks about, uh, let me see, maybe let's go a little bit for that. Uh, uh, Acts fifteen eleven. he said, but we believe that through the grace of Jesus Christ, we shall be saved. You know, it's only through the grace of God, God's unmerited favor, that we can get saved. Romans three twenty four says, being justified freely by his grace. See, when we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ or when we receive him, it is through the grace of God and we are justified. We are declared not guilty through the redemption of the word that is in Jesus Christ. See, Jesus shed his blood on Calvary Cross for our sins. So when we believe and ask him to come in our life, he's the one that has to declare us not guilty. Romans 5.15. He said, but not as the offense, so is the free gift. See, uh, salvation is a what free gift. For if through the offense of one man men it be dead, much more the grace of God through the uh, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace. See, salvation is a gift. The Bible tells in Romans six twenty three, I believe it, that that the wedge that, that uh, uh, the wedge of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. See, he gives us. You can't work for it. You can't earn it. You just have to believe and receive it, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, have a bound on many. Romans, Romans 11, 6. So if by grace, then it's no more work. So you will never be able to work enough to get your life cleaned up or justified. In other words, grace is no more grace. But if it be by work, then is no more grace. And we cannot be saved outside of the grace of God. The word of God said, by grace are you saved through faith. That's not of yourself. The grace, the faith that you have, it's not of yourself. It is a gift of God. Listen, any man should vote. A grace that brings salvation, Titus 2.11, for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. 
Titus 3, 7, that being justified by his grace, or the word, by his grace, he would justify, that we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. So if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and ask him into your heart, see, all these avenues open up to you, the grace of God, justification, the payment for sin. He says, for God, Romans, I mean, John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Ain't you glad for that promise? See, salvation is just a promise. Well, you say, well, what, what, what I'm going to do because I got all these problems still yet in my life? Well, John three thirty six. He that believeth on the Son has right now. If you let him in your heart and ask him in your life, if you believe in him, as I just mentioned, as the Scripture said, he that believeth on the Son has everlasting, not partial life, everlasting life. And he that believeth not shall not see life, but the wrath of God abide. If you don't believe, on the Lord Jesus Christ, the wrath of God is hanging on your life. You can have eternal life by saying, Lord, I'm a sinner. Will you come in my heart and save me as a sinner? He will not turn you away. As many as receive him, John 1, 12, them he gave power to become the sons of God, even those that believe on his name. Just that simple. You can just repeat after me. If anybody out there listening, say, Lord, I cry out to you. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, died on the cross for my sin, and was raised again the third day for my justification. I cry out to you and ask you to forgive me for all of my sins. I repent of my sins and ask you to come in my heart and save me in Jesus Christ's name. If you just repeated that and meant it in your heart, he won't turn you away. He'll come in and he began to start a work and will not stop to the day of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Folks, I hope you'll make that decision tonight. Uh, let's go to our first caller. Uh, stand by. We're going to take a call here. All right, caller, you're on the air with Pastor James Mobley. How are you tonight? Hello? There you go. How Hello? are you tonight, brother? Oh, wow. Um, how you guys doing? Pretty good. How you doing, sir? Um, good. Uh, my name is Christopher. Um yeah, you know, I I um I um I listened to to Steve Quayle and I found out about Omega Man and I've been mm-hmm. listening to you guys for a while and uh and uh you know you guys are the real deal. <laughs> um and I, I really thank God for you guys. And uh um I've been uh I've been struggling with a lot of things and and um sorry, I'm just a little nervous. No, don't don't be nervous. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I mean, I love the Lord. Um, I I've been a Christian, you know, my whole life. Um, but I've I've always been struggling, and uh, I've been through a lot of different things. And uh, I, I recently um, was in a church, and um, you know, they believed in the gift of the Holy Spirit and everything. Well, I shouldn't say everything. Um, there. It was just they only believed in that, and as long as you had that, you were good, and that's all you needed. And you know, if you had sin in your life, you just didn't want to get it out, and you just needed to 
know, um, just do a, you just need to do a better job. And I was like, I don't, I don't want sin in my life. I'm trying to do all these things. I'm trying to listen to the Lord. I'm trying to read his word and I just feel attacked and attacked and attacked. And, and, and I, I need deliverance. I I do. I, I believe in it. It's, it's, it's in the word. It's in the Bible. It's of God. And, uh, I've been. Uh, I tried to e- uh, shoot an email to you. I don't know if it went through or not, but the, the enemy has just been attacking left and right, trying all kinds of things on my family. He doesn't want me to listen to this show, and I have mm. problems with the computer. But, but um, I, I, I just, uh, I, I can't believe I got through. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Uh, yeah. And I, I, all right, Christopher. It's good yes. to call. Good to talk to you. Well, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ want all of his children to live. As a matter of fact, the word of God said that deliverance is the children's bread. It is something that Amen. I found that every believer needs. Uh, you you kind of mentioned a few things that our church struggled with in the beginning, and the Lord had to correct us and show me as a pastor that I wasn't doing my job. It was the deliverance that was needed in order so people could live a good godly life. If they don't get freedom, they won't be able to really live the life that they want to live many times. Right, right. And driven in areas of their life. And they, when you're you're driven, many times you can't really stop doing some of the things that you want to stop doing. It's only when you're freed from those things, you can begin to surrender some of those errors to the Lord if you want so yeah, I, deliverance is what you need. Uh, is there any particular re- error that you that you recognize that you need freedom that, in? Definitely. I actually I, I downloaded Demon Buster and started doing some work with that. And right, I had um, I've been taking different medicines over the years, and I finally got down to one medicine. And essentially, it was like taking methadone because I had an opiate problem and. I was like, well, this is just a substitute. And if God's going to do work in my life, if he's going to use me, then I have to be completely off everything. And they, they try to tell you, oh, no, this is different, you know. It was something mm-hmm. called Suboxone. And it's it's just like if you're taking other medicines. I don't need any of that stuff. And God, the Lord delivered me from that, and I got attacked after that. And that's been several months. Um, but I I have anger issues, impatience. I've been violent in the past. I have a family with four kids, but, um, you know, we've been through a lot of different things. Um, I actually wrote a short list here. I, I don't know if that's okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any uh, insight you can give us uh, will uh, um, help to know where to put it. Ex- uh, sorry. I had exposure to uh, D&D like the, in the occult. Like, I was never in the occult, but I did play D&D. Oh, the and game that, Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, right. yes. Did you play um, uh, the modern version called uh, Warcraft? No, I stay away from that. Um, I don't try to play any of that. Now that I know, that was a long time ago, but it affected me ever since. Uh, problems with lust uh, and mm-hmm. night attacks and weird weird sexual thoughts. And um, mm-hmm. I've had a lot of anxiety lately, um, even more so, especially after I... Um, did some self-deliverance, you know. The enemies seem to get just stronger on me. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I can think of off the top of my head right now. Okay. Well, that's that's a good that's a good little bit to start with, and yeah, uh, start with, we'll see what he want to do. Well, 
uh, the occult stuff, you des- des- desperately need to uh, uh, renounce that stuff and confess that stuff is sin, you know. Uh, uh Anything that you've touched into the occult, like horoscope, dungeon, dragon, any kind of occult stuff, one to palm reader, anything that you know of in the occult, bloodless religion, anything, you need to renounce it and ask the Lord to forgive you. I, I did that. Uh, recently, okay. when I did uh, s- uh, some wor- some prayers, and I, I went through the site and tried to think of all these different things, and um, I did I did uh, renounce like the Dungeons and Dragons and anything I was exposed to, uh, Wicca, anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, Your I name uh, is first name is Christopher. Yes. Christopher, uh, when you mentioned Wicca, were you were you actually part of a uh, practicing coven? No, I, but I stood in on a ceremony when I was 14. I watched it. I was there, but I didn't believe it. But then my friend tried to get me into that stuff. He's like, here, carry this bag of, like, stones and stuff. I'm like, I did it for a little bit, and I was like, no, this is stupid, you know? Because I was like, well, the God doesn't want me to do that, but I still I still partook, I guess you could say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, thanks for, uh, Pastor James, maybe what we can do is... Um, if you want to lead Christopher through some uh, witchcraft renunciation, and uh, folks, if uh, Pastor James does that with Christopher and you're out there listening in and you've been involved in the occult, you can just uh, pray this sample prayer right where you're at, and uh, you can break that curse of witchcraft coming down. And um, Anything else you want to cover, Pastor James? We'll see what the Lord does tonight, Christopher. Okay. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Go ahead. You just finna say something else, Brother Tanner? Oh, no, I'll give it to you, brother. Praise the Lord. Well, as I said, those things need to be confessed and whatnot. Uh, you know, if you've read some of the stuff and has kind of confessed it before, just if you would, just repeat that to me. Uh, sure. Father, I confess to you. Father, I confess to you. Uh, anybody else that are listening, you can do the same thing. That through ignorance? Through? Ignorance? I have, a bad, I have a bad connection out here, but say that again. Through ignorance. Through ignorance? Yes. Curiosity. Curiosity. Uh, a willfulness. Willfulness. I came into contact. I came into contact. With certain occult things. With certain occult things. I recognize this is sin. I recognize this is sin. And I ask for forgiveness in Jesus' name. And I ask for forgiveness in Jesus' name. Father, forgive me. Father, forgive me. For all the things that I've touched in your cup. For all the things that I've uh, done in the occult. Known or unknown. Known or unknown. I renounce them. I renounce them. And any oath that I may have made. And any oaths that I may have made. With any false god. With any false god. Idolatry. Idolatry. Anything that involves Satanism. Anything that involves Satanism. And his wicked works. And his wicked works. And I close any doors. And I close any doors. That I've opened. That I've opened. And my ancestors. Of my ancestors. May open to these demons. 
laid open to these demons. I renounce Satan. I renounce Satan. And his demon. And his demons. And declare them my enemy. And I declare them my enemy. I call on you, Lord, for deliverance. I call on you, Lord, for deliverance. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I break every curse. I break every curse. That has entered into my life. That has entered into my life. And my family. And my family. Back to 20 generations. Back to 20 generations. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I renounce and break free. I, in Jesus' name, I renounce and break free. And ask you to free me. And ask you to free me, Lord. All of this bondage. Of all of, the, of all of this bondage. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I also forgive. I also forgive. Anybody that have hurt and disappointed me. Anybody that has hurt or disappointed me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And I ask you to free me. And I ask you to free me. From the load of unforgiveness and bitterness. From the load of unforgiveness and bitterness. In Jesus' name. Now, what In I'm going to do, I'm just, I want you to pray with your, with your mind as we're going to do some deliverance on you. Okay. Uh, we're going to ask the Lord to bring some freedom to you tonight. And I don't want you praying with your mouth. I want you to pray in your mind. Demons okay. usually come out through the breathing passages, and we want to keep that open so they can get on up out of there. Uh, okay. If you're calling on the name of Jesus Christ, uh, praying in your with your mouth, we've found out that many times it hinders the freedom that people could get. We want you to get the ma- the maximum amount of freedom. We don't want you to be passive. We want you to pray. But we want you to agree with us and call on the Lord in your mind for freedom and healing and deliverance, okay? Okay. Can you hear me? I put the phone down. Sure. Yeah, you I can, can hear you fine. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father, Jesus. in Jesus' name, I just find the strong man and my brother Christopher and anybody else that are uh, uh, looking for freedom tonight. Father, your word says, in order to spoil the goods, we must first find the strong man, and I bind the strong man and my brother. Right now, in Jesus' name, or anybody that are looking for freedom, I pray that the angel of the Lord intent round about everyone to cause, uh, to stop the enemy from causing any problem at all, that you administer to every need. In the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke and bind this strong man and take, a, take away the armor that he's trusting in. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we spoil the good. In the name of Jesus Christ, we come against every spirit that are tormenting my brother right now. And I rebuke you and command you to come up right now in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that the Holy Spirit will begin to shine light and lead and guide and run all these spirits up that are vexing and tormenting my brother. Right now, I rebuke every one of your spirits right now. Come on, come on, come on. Up and out right now in Jesus' name. Come on. Every one of these spirits that are tormenting my brother, come out right now in Jesus' name. All those spirits of the occult, come on up out of this. All the wicked spirits of the occult, witchcraft, come on up out of this. All the cut, all the stuff that's coming in through Dungeon and Dragon, come on up out of there. Witchcraft of all kind, come out in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Come on. Every spirit of witchcraft that are manifesting, every wicked spirit, wicked spirit of witchcraft that are hiding, come on up out of there. All the spirits of the occult that has come into his life, all the religious deception, come on up out of there. Eastern religion, Confucianism, Zen, come on up out of there. Hinduism. Change, come on up out of Jehovah's Witness, Christian, Christian Science, come on up out of there. 
Come on up out of there. Inner peace movement. Come on up out of there. Move, move, move. Come on up out of there right now. Blick all the all the deception that come into the religious group. Come out of him in move, Jesus' name. Move. Come on up out of there right now. In the wow. name of Jesus Christ. Let's go. Every one of you with with the religious. <laughs> You can't do this. You can't do this. Rebuke you. Demon, shut up and get out in Jesus' name. Get up and get out of my brother. I rebuke you. All those wicked (laughs) religious, pull up out of there. That's it. Get up out of there. I rebuke you. Push them now in Jesus' name. Out of him in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. All those occult spirits, come on up out of there. All the occult spirits, come on up out of there. No, no. Loosen him and come all the way out. What do you want? Spirit. Sorcery, come on up out of there. Satanism, come on up out of there. All the sorcery, come on up out of there. Witchcraft control, come on up out of there. Mind control, come out of there. Every spirit of mind control, Father sent angels to cut off all the tenets of that mind control. Angels of God, attack, attack, attack. Sort of, Jesus. Sort of, Jesus. Get up and get out of there. Mind control, come out. He cannot hurt him. Put walls of fire between every wicked demon. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Send angels down there to guard him, to protect him from every error. Father, these walls of fire, walls of light, to shine in and walls of darkness, just as you did the children of Israel when you was bringing them out. Make them come out. Let's go, David. Come out. Get out in Jesus' name. Come on. Stay with them. I break the fire up on the nineteen. Get out. Get out right now. Demon, get out in the name of Jesus Christ. Our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ, he ruled in the kingdom of the heathen. Now get up out of there. Father, I pray that you take your sword and hand it at this demon. Look at the sword of the Lord Jesus Christ, demon. Father, I pray that you point that sword at that demon. Demon, do you see the sword of the Lord Jesus Christ? Get up and get out of there. What are you going to Mack him. Cut him. Cut him with that sword. Cut him. 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 Satanism. Get up out of there. I break the power of Satanism in his life. Now get out. Let's go. Come out. Get out. Satanism. Jesus' name. Get up out of there. All those spirits of Satanism. Get up out of there in Jesus' name. Luke 10, 19. Oh, the wrath of God upon those demons in Jesus' name. Loose the wrath of God in Jesus' name on you. The wrath of God ought to pour it out on these demons right now in Jesus' name. Get on up out of there. All the mind control, come on up out of there. I agree. Come on. Come on. Come, 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 come out in Jesus' name. I'm fine. Mind control, come on up. Come on, demons. You're going to hell. Come out in Jesus' name. <laughs> get up and get out of there. Oh, no! Come on up out of there. Father God, we ask that you to receive Just leave me. It's okay. Don't even worry. Angels of God, sort the spirit. Sort it in Jesus' name. Deliver my brother from his strong enemies that are too strong for him. We see demons down like the death of the earth. Let that way be dark and swiftly in Jesus' name. Let the angel of the Lord chase the <laughs> Lay now, snap, fire, and brimstone. Cut them, angel. Cut them, cut them, cut them. Father, I pray that the angel of your presence go in there and bring this man all the way to safety, just like you did Lot. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on up out of there. Don't say that! Father, put the blood between every place these demons suck strength from. 
Cut them off in Jesus' name. Cut them off. We cut off all your line communication in Jesus' name. I pray in Jesus' name, Father, that your presence will before these demons and, and, and call those demons to shake and tremor until my brother come all the way out of this bondage. Get out of there. We lose all the judgment that is written in the will of God upon you. Come on up out of there. Come out. Get on up out of there, mind control. Witchcraft control. Get out of there, Jesus. I agree. Come out. Get all the way out in Jesus Christ's name. Mark 16, 17. These signs follow them that believe. And my name they cast out devils. Now get out of there. Witchcraft. Get out. Demons, we're seated with Jesus Christ in the highest of the heavenlies. High above Satan. And you got to come out now. Come out. Jesus' name. Witchcraft, come all the way out in Jesus' name. Witchcraft, did you not hear? I said, get out in Jesus' name. I agree. Witchcraft, uh, look get at the Lord you. Jesus Christ. Say, I witchcraft am defeated by the blood of Jesus. Do it now. Move, move, move. Of God. Come on. No. Sort it in Jesus' name. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. The Lord rebuke you. Father, I ask you to rebuke that witchcraft. Father, you're worried that one rebuke of the Father, all their rivers drop and become willingness in Jesus' name. We command every demon to attack witchcraft right now. This is not fair. Father, I pray that you loose a spiritual earthquake in that kingdom of witchcraft. Let everything shatter and break all the way up and come out of there in Jesus' name. This is not fair. This isn't fair. Demon, you in Jesus' name. Loose I loose a spiritual earthquake. Come out, Shake Jesus. Everything apart that that witchcraft has built in his life, back to Adam and Eve on both sides of the family, all the curses that come in shatter right now under the earthquake of the Lord Jesus Christ. Shatter that kingdom, Father, in Jesus' name. Go, come out in Jesus' name. Loose them and let them go. No, no, this isn't right. This isn't right. What kingdom look like? Shatter that kingdom, Father, in Jesus' name. I'm going to surround this. Right. Like one, one drop in the bucket when it come up to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Come on up out of there. Get up out of there. Move. None can withstand him. Move. Move. In his hand, there are power and might. Move. None right. can withstand Jesus Christ. Now get up out of there. Fight me, Jesus. I'm going to live in this field of your mouth. Put it. Every hook, every hook, every spill, every jig, every sight, every who do? Get up and get out of there. Line up and get up and get out of there right now. Get out in Jesus' name. Come on. Sir, come out in Jesus' name. Come all the way out in Jesus' name. Witchcraft, come all the way out. In the name of Jesus Christ, we break the yoke of witchcraft right now. Come on. We break that yoke right now. You can no, no longer hold him in bondage. According to Luke ten nineteen, we have power to trade up on all the powers of the enemy. Now we break the yoke of witchcraft. Now get up out of there. You're defeated, Satan. We Come out of here in Jesus' name. We loose this man from every effect of witchcraft right now in Jesus' name. This is not the power of our might, but by the Spirit of the Lord. Witchcraft, we loose your power. Come we loose your hope. We come loose out. him. Now get out in Jesus' name. No, 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 no. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come out. Witchcraft, we destroy all of your works in Jesus' name. Come on up out of there. You got to obey, demon. Every word. We just saw it in Jesus' name. We just did. Now get out. Jesus' name. The Lord watches over the word to perform it. He said, what do we ask in Jesus' name? He would do. We, we ask you to carry out everything that we ask in Jesus' name, Father. I rebuke you. We destroy your works in Jesus' name. We destroy your in Jesus' name. Now get out. 
Look at the Lord Jesus Christ and come this out This man right overcome now. you by the blood of the Lamb. Come on up out of there. By the blood of Jesus Christ, the name of Jesus Christ, get out. In the Demon. name of Jesus Christ and by the blood of Jesus, get out. Come out. Jesus' name. Withdraw from all the way out. Every hook, every deck, every spill, every jig, every socket for all the voodoo, hoodoo of all time, get up and get out of there. Uh, voodoo, voodoo, come out of there. Come out of there. Destroy, destroy, destroy. Incubus. What a joke! What a joke! Go to hell in Jesus' name. Come out. Oh, you gotta quit with this! You gotta quit with this! Cool. Wait for you, Damon. You're defeated by the blood of Jesus. No, no. I command you to die to cool. Have mercy on them, O oh God, according to your loving kindness, according to your mother, too, to tender mercy. Blot out every transgression, every sin, every iniquity. Create in them a clean heart and renew the right spirit. Circumcise his heart tonight. Get that court over on my chicken there. Father God, we ask you to point your finger at this demon right now in Jesus' name. Come on, Jesus' name. Father God, let's get up out of there. There you go. Come out. Come out, Jesus. Go to Tartarus. Jesus Christ is our deliverer. He's our high power. A very present help in the time of trouble. Get on up out of there. Oh, it's just a simple. He's a rescue for my brother. Protect him. No, 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 no. Come out of him. Come out of him. When the enemy comes against my brother. No, 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 no. Angels of God, execute judgment against this demon. Carry it out. In Jesus' name, we break the power over over his mind, over his will, over his emotion. In Jesus' name, we cut it. In Jesus' name, now get out. Demon, you're defeated by the angels. As many as needed, they're going and fight. We call on the name of the Lord of Hosts. That's Lord Jesus. We call on the name of the Lord of Hosts to go in and fight for him. Yes, Lord Jesus. We call on the name of the Lord of hosts. Now get up out of there. Angels of God, get take its armor, weapon, and power away right now in Jesus' name. Come all the way out in Jesus' name. Not him. Be awakened by the blood of Jesus. No. No. Demon up with the blood of Jesus. We ask you to all the judgment that is written in the word of God on these spirits, Father. Get up out of there. No. no, 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 no You're defeated no, by the blood of Jesus. No. Come out. All those demons are trying to hide. Come on up out of there. All those are cut spirits. All the witchcraft. All the them. Come on up out of there. Magic. Sorcery. Hold it. Get out of there. Come on. Move, 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 move. You heard him, sorcery. Come on, on demon. Get up and get out of there. Sorcery. Come on. Out of there. Keep you in Jesus' name. Come on, Jesus' name. All dungeons. Come on. Come on. Out of there. Calvin, come on. Jesus' name. All the witchcraft. Come all the way out. Let's go. Oh, caster. Come on. Sorcery. Come on, Jesus' name. Orion. Come on up out of there. All those spirits of witchcraft, Orion, come on up out of there. No, Armadale, come on up out of there. No, the Delia, come on up out of there. No, no. All that deception, religious deception. I don't need this. I don't need this. Come on, deception. Come on, deception. Come on up out of there. Let's go. That deception, come on up out of there. Destruction, come on up out of there. This is no. Come on, Jesus. Anger, come on, Jesus. Let's go in Jesus' name. Hey, you're you're by the oh, my God. Jesus' name. Oh, Jesus' name. Oh, Jesus name. Oh, All you knights, 
Come out in Jesus' name. Got a side in there. We cut off the side. We cut it off. Come on about here. Give me some of this. Come on about here. No, no. Get up and get out of there. Get up and out of there. Angus, get up out of there. Contention, strife, get up out of there. All that stuff that the whole thing is starting to Get on up out of there. Shame, get all the way up out of there. Proud Let's heart, go. get up out of there. Follow all the story of pride, come on up out of there. Mm. Self-will, come on up out of there right now. Just name. All that religious stuff that are tied into that self-will, the stubbornness, come on up out of there. Move, move, Deep move. Move, move, move. Don't hurt me. Angels of God. Until they are scattered. What? Scattered no, 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 no. 
We lose blindness and confusion on you, demon, in Jesus' name. Just leave. Just leave. Father God, fragment the mind of this demon. Spin it around and around in Jesus' name. That you put your foot on the neck of the demon. I pray that the foot of the Lord Jesus Christ be put on the neck of this demon. Come out right now. Come out. Get out of the foot of Jesus in Jesus' name. Come out in Jesus' name. Under the foot of Jesus Christ. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Jesus Christ, the highest authority. Jesus Christ. You are our prisoner, demon. I command you in Jesus' name. No, no, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on now. Puke you in Jesus' name. Demon that are walking with him are free to run all the way out of that pool at that time. I sword you with the sword of the spirit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be weakened by the blood of the Lamb. We take away the shield, Jesus Christ. The armor that you trust in. In the name of Jesus Christ, get up out of it. I like him. I I like him. Okay. And say I'm defeated by the blood of Jesus. No. Say it, Jesus. No. No. After the defeat, I, I, I. <laughs> the spirit, sort it, sort it, sort it. Jesus, I command you to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Come on, do it. No, come on, confess it, demon. Lord, <laughs> I command you to confess it in Jesus' name. Put more pressure on it. Or what? Or what? Or what? I command you to confess that Jesus is Lord. And you I must obey. You've given him a name that's above every name, that at the name of Jesus Christ every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess what demon? Come on. Are you in the Bible? The Bible, the Bible, the Bible. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess what demon? Come on. Demon? Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess what demon? Come on. Jesus Christ. You, you don't even know. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess what, demon? Angels of God, sword the demon. And every tongue shall confess what, demon? What is it that every tongue shall confess, demon? What is it that every tongue shall confess? What is it that every tongue I want to say it. I don't want to say it. You're going to have to. On your knees right now in Jesus' name. On what? On your knees. I command you to get on your knees in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray that you make this demon get on his knees. Thank you. No, no. Come on, no. Who's small warrior angels right now? God said he would do it. Now get on your knees in Jesus' name. Humble yourself before the hand of my God. Let's do it. Yourself, demon. Oh, I don't like him. I don't like. I don't like uh, that. Put a three-four nail on the Tighten the chains around this demon. Right now. Get on your knees and confessing that Jesus is Lord. Oh, come on! Put yourself and get on your knees. Angels of God, grab this demon by the neck and make it look at the Lord Jesus Christ. Let him see it now in Jesus' name. Sword under his chin. Make Let him recognize what's going to happen. Let him see the smoke that's going to sin forever. Let him see the pit. Let him see the bottom of the pit. Let him see all the torment. Let him see all the judgment that is written in the word of God that you're going to pour out on him. 
Let us see the Lord coming with the scroll of his mouth to pierce this wicked spirit. Now get on your knees and confess. Do it, demon. I agree. Well, Jesus was in the middle. Well, well, well. All the risks, come on up out of there. I bind you. You're going to die, so what are you going to do? I bind you right now in Jesus' name. I bind up, I bind all your works. All those demons that are trying to block the freedom, I bind you. Come out of here, I bind you right now. Come out in Jesus' name. I bind you. I bind all your activity. I bind your ideas. I lose confusion. You know. All the risks, come on up out of there. Do all the risks, come on up out of there. Jesus I'm name. Father, put angels, isolate this demon, put him in full law of a fire so he cannot communicate, so he cannot so he cannot carry out the plan, so all the plans, Father, we confuse every plan, we nullify all your thoughts. We bind you in Jesus' name, Father. We pray that you that you separate this demon with walls of fire, walls of light, and walls of darkness. Now all of the roots come on up out of there. Come out. All of the roots, get up and get out of there. In Jesus' name. Come on. Out of him. Who's this stop? Come on, go. and get out. Put an angel in your lowest point to drive the demons up and out. Sort them. Sort them up. All the roots, come on up out of there. Come out. All the roots, come on up out of there. All the shears, come out of there in Jesus' name. All the shears, come all the way out in Jesus' name. Oh, my phone's going to die. All the shears, get up out of there in Jesus' name. Come on up out of there. In Jesus' name. With with big big crowbars and big sharp swords to kill off all of those shields. Hey, baby, and cut them out. You must up. come out in Jesus' name. Put hook in all the shields and Put the horn in the nose and pull them all the way out of there. Put them all the All the demons that are shielding this demon, get up and come out of there. We forbid you to get out. Get out. You're going to come out all of Jesus. All the shields, come on up out of there. Wait, no. All the shields, get all the way out of there. Keep coming, shields. All come the shields that are shielding this witchcraft, come on up out of there. Spills in Jesus' name. All the little ones that are, that are shielding him, get all the way out of there. Father, I'm going to come out of there. I'm going to go down there and cut all the shields. Cut them, angel. Cut them, stick them, and stab them. I pray that the word of God go down there, which is quick, powerful, sharp, and into his sword, to go down there and run those shields all the way up out of there. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that the judgment of the Lord be be loosed upon all the shields. In the name of Jesus Christ, get on up out of there, little one. All those shields, get up and get out of there right now. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Move, 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 move. I lose burning judgment on all the shields. God, I pray that the wrath of God that were poured out on the children of Egypt. Be poured out on all the shields that trying to shield this demon. Let the wrath of Almighty God be poured out. In Jesus' name. Move, 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 move. All those shields keep coming. Come on about it. All the shields, get up and get out of there. Break up in Jesus' name. Loose your hold in Jesus' name. Come on. Let's go, demon. All the shields, loose your hold all the way up. And swore. Command all the demons. Come on about it. Loose it. Oh, no. Loose your hold in Jesus' I command you to be mother in Jesus' name. She Father, get up and get out of there. Little demon's hand, so they Father, stab the. I pray the... in Jesus' name that you send angels, angels with 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 that thing that dipped in the blood of Jesus Christ and right on this demon's head. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Right on this demon's head. You're losing him. You're losing him. You're losing him. So what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? You're losing him. Deacon by the blood of Jesus. Do you have a legal right to be in this brother? 
for another round there. Folks, uh, this is a live program. This is warfare right now, what's going on. And um, people are dying out there because nobody will stand in the gap. And I want to praise God for Pastor James tonight that he'd come on and take calls and pray for people being tormented. Folks, everybody has demonic spirits out there, whether they want to admit to it yet or not. The good news is is that in Jesus Christ we can be set free. And, you know, these foul spirits put up a fight, but uh, at the end of the day they got to come out in Jesus' name. Um, Amen. So, Father God, I agree with Pastor James, and we just ask, God, that you would surround Christopher and the listeners out there with a wall of fire, Zechariah 2 and 5, the blood of Jesus Christ, and loose angels right now, Father God, to surround people for their protection. And we thank you, Father God, for what you're, you're starting right now in Christopher's life and what you're doing for people out there tuning in every night. And uh, in Jesus' name we pray. Pastor James, um, what I'll do is, uh, if Christopher emails me, I'm going to get his contact info and also forward it to you. And folks, if uh, you need prayer and you're not able to uh, get into the program live, but um, would like someone to call you back, all you've got to do is email us with your name and phone number, and we'll get some a prayer team to call you back and pray with you wherever you may be. Also, if you're in the area of Chicago, I would encourage you to go up and uh, visit Called Out Assembly Church. Uh, Pastor James, when do you have services there at the church? We have service on Sunday morning at 11 o'clock and on Tuesday at 7 o'clock p.m. Praise God. And, uh, folks, Pastor James got a website, calledoutassembly.org. And if someone would like to call your office, Pastor James, what's the best way to do that? What number can they reach you at? The number that they can reach is at 708-446-9745. Again, 708-446-9745. Amen. And, Father, I just agree with Pastor James that you would loose angels to create favor with Christopher, that he'll call back in, he'll make contact with us, that we can continue praying for him. And, again, we just bind every foul spirit in him and command them to be marinated in the blood of Jesus and tormented. Day and night, be bound and gagged until they manifest and come out and deliver it in Jesus' name, and they're not going to hurt him. And they're going to stay there in the cages being tormented day and night by the angels of God until they manifest and leave in Jesus' name and go where Jesus sends them. We seal the deliverance tonight with the blood of Jesus, and ask God you just fill any voids in this, brother, with the Holy Spirit right now in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Pastor James, God bless you for coming on tonight. God bless you. Thank you so much, brother. Looking forward to having you back on next week, brother. Praise the Lord. God bless you, brother. Thank you. God bless you, brother. Have a good evening. Folks, that was Pastor James Mobley. If you're just tuning in, the program is going to be up on MP3 in about 10 minutes. And uh, I want to invite everybody to uh, stay tuned. Uh, Go over to Channel 2 of Omega Man Radio. We're going to have our next guest on tonight, um, John Ramirez. He was a former high-ranking Santeria witch in New York City, and then he met the Lord Jesus Christ. He was plucked out of the fire. Now he's on fire for the Lord, and he's going to share his testimony tonight about how he uh, got out of the occult. Um, And many people don't, folks. If you're playing with the occult, you're playing with fire. And it's only by the mercy and grace of God that many people get out of the dark side because Satan usually takes them out. So it's just an admonition. Don't play with fire to begin with, but... If you are in the occult, there is hope. If you're listening to the program now or tonight, 
on archive that uh, Jesus Christ can set you free. So uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to uh, close this program out, and uh, you want to go over to uh, Channel 2, which is blogtalkradio.com slash Omega Man Radio number 2, and we'll have John Ramirez on in about uh, 10 minutes. Thank God for uh, Pastor James and uh, everybody at the Called Out Assembly Church, and folks, we'll see you on the next program. God bless you tonight.